0: dot com.
1: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give uh, you the features there for free. Unlike those other talk show hosts, you can enjoy Free Talk Live Uh, on the house. They charge you for their sites and I think you'll find that there's more for free on our site than they likely charge you for. But see for yourself over at freetalklive.com and joining you this evening it's Ian. Wayne. And Mark. So guys, I just got back uh, about an hour ago from Weir, New Hampshire. Aren't you the state trotting activist? (laughs) I am and I do enjoy getting out and doing activism. That's why I moved to New Hampshire so I could do more activism. I moved here as part of the Free State Project as did both of you um, back uh, about four Four plus years ago, four and a half, I think, uh, years at this point. And uh, went out today with a group of folks that some have been here maybe uh, a month. Some have been here maybe, you know, more longer than I have. Uh, we went out to the Weir Police Department. And actually, we did something similar last year, eh, probably about 13 months ago. Now, the reason why we went to Weir, it's just a little town, probably about an hour outside of Keene, uh, the reason why we went to Weir is because the cops there have been particularly unpleasant, yeah, toward uh, liberty activists and the people in the area as well. Well,
2: transparency, openness—you uh, know, the people, the people that pay their paychecks. Uh, the the idea that it doesn't even have to be activists uh, for liberty. Anybody who wants to film the police should be able to do to, do so. They they these are public servants on public yeah. land doing the public's work, supposedly,
1: and at least that's what the the pitch is and if, they, if they've got nothing to hide then what are they worried about good question wayne so we wanted to go there today with the intention of getting to talk to these guys because some activists have been trying to hold them accountable for what's been going on up there in that the Weir police have been arresting activists for using video cameras in public Using video cameras to record their officers has resulted in three people being arrested over the last couple of years in Weir. Now, two of them, uh, one of them was Carla. She is the one of the ladies that does She Talk Live here on every other Sunday. Also the president of the Free State Project. Now right? the president of the Free State Project as of the last few months. She was arrested in Weir for using a video camera. They ended up dropping her charges.
2: They this still is, have her camera, and this is stunning in New Hampshire. The idea that an activist would be arrested for using a camera—it's no, it, not. It, 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 it's, it's happened it's, before. It's happened before, but it's uh, you know, it, it just about anywhere. This is what happens when activists get together. They have cameras. They record whatever public officials they deal with. You're talking about a, a very a pretty rare occurrence. You mean of activists getting arrested? Y- yes. Well, sure. I mean. Most of the
1: time it doesn't occur, but it's not rare as far as how often it's happened. I mean, it certainly didn't happen down in Florida because nobody was using their cameras in any sort of activism manner. Um, But, yeah, I mean, if you put a camera in police's face and they're not used to dealing with it, there's a good chance they're going to arrest you. I did say New Hampshire and in here in New Hampshire, they're much more used to dealing with it. I guess it just depends on where you go, because here in Keene, they're pretty used to dealing with it. But back four or five years ago, before right around when we got here, they weren't used to that. Yeah, well, I am talking about today. And in Weir, maybe they're just not, I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking, because clearly it's not working out for them. They've, they've arrested three people. Two of them, I think, were on the same night, Carla and then uh, Will Kostrick who was the guy that kind of made a stir a couple of years ago back in the 2008 presidential campaign for open carrying in the vicinity of, I think it was Obama who was visiting at at that Mm. time. And he was one of the guys arrested for using a video camera, again, in public to record the police. They dropped his charge. And we're talking about felony wiretapping charges. They ended up dropping his charge as well, yet they still have his camera. And the reason they're claiming it's because they're continuing an investigation but they haven't charged him with anything. How convenient. It's been well over a year, I believe at this point since he was
2: originally arrested. But then I uh, just they- like to keep that sort of damocles hanging over activists' heads.
1: Well, no, he's not out on uh he's not out on any kind Let's of bail. Continued. No, 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 no. If I didn't make it clear, they dropped his charge. Right, but they're still holding his property, so Correct. they still are holding the sword
3: over him. Well, that's to, not really they...
1: a... Well, I mean, the, sure, they could always come back and charge you with anything they want to any time, so if you want to look at that as a sword, but it's not like a suspended sentence or a probation or anything okay. like that. It's not that level of a sword. Uh, they're just they're just holding on to his stuff, and this is one of the things that they can do because, well, you know, they're in charge, and they own us, and they'll do whatever they want. But it's not just those two. It's also another guy, uh, the guy from AdventuresInTheFreeState.com, uh, Bill, Biker Bill. He was arrested as well for uh, using a, a video camera. And I don't even I don't recall the exact circumstances. He's not here with us right now, but it was just absolutely ludicrous uh, also. And so he's actually currently facing felony charges. They have yet to drop his charges. He was there today out at Weir Police. Uh, another activist has been trying to get the Weir Police to... Respond to inquiries uh, to actually talk about what it is that they're doing to comment uh, to answer questions and the police chief has absolutely zero interest in talking to these individuals. So today the activism was called out in front of the police department for the purpose of drawing attention to this, uh, drawing attention to the fact that these police refuse any level of accountability. They won't answer questions. They won't talk to people. Well, does that town have a mayor or a board of selectmen? I believe it's a town, so selectmen. Okay, so
3: I, I would suggest people go out there during a selectmen meeting, maybe go to the selectmen meeting and take it up there.
1: Yep, there was some talk about that. In fact, there's going to be some really good evidence today that they'll be able to take with them to the selectmen meeting. Uh, because we were out there for two hours. It started up at about three o'clock this afternoon, wrapped up at about you know 5, 520 or so, 530. And during that time, there were a few noteworthy things that occurred. Number one, uh, when we arrived, we discovered that the police department was conveniently closed for the day.
2: Closed. Hmm. They closed the police department.
1: That's right. There was a sign up on the door. Now, this is a day. They have different hours throughout the week. Uh, today, normally on a Wednesday, the police department should be open until 730 at night. And they were temporarily closed. The sign on the door said it gave a phone number, which was a different number from the normal police department number and suggested that people who needed the assistance of an officer should call that number. And one would be you know, sent out to the location at which they need the, uh, the assistance. And so I decided to uh, go ahead and, and give them a call. Um, I used a different number though. I used the actual business line for the Weir police department i didn 't know what number they'd put on the door, so I looked it up and there were, looked it up, and I found out what their regular number was. I called it up somebody answered, and by the way, we noticed that uh there was a like on the police department windows there were blinds, yeah and blinds
2: are closed, and there's the, cars parked out back. The blinds were closed <laughs> there
1: were cars parked out back
2: and the Smoke blinds rising from the chimney
1: <laughs> i don't know what you call these blinds we've got them in the studio they're like horizontal uh blinds these are mini blinds mini blinds sounds okay. like youtube phobia to me well right and so so one of the little slats in the mini blinds was moved on one of the blinds all of the rest of them were completely closed but There's, one of them a You're still sl- out there martha right a slat was open as i'm calling the uh, the police department up and so, secretary or whoever it is answers the phone, and I uh, basically—this you know, this is all, by the way they are cameras everywhere, so people got footage of this stuff. Uh, anyway, so I'm on the phone with this police bureaucrat, and I say, uh, "Yeah, can we get an officer out here? I'm at—I'm at the police department." Oh, yeah, the, sure, sure. What—what's—what's uh, what's this in regards to? Well, I've got some people out here that uh, have some questions. Some individuals have some questions. Oh, and what are the what are the uh, questions about? Oh, it's, and, and I kind of basically told her, well, there are people out here with questions. She repeated her question, and I told her, well, there are lots of different questions, so please send an officer out. She said, okay, I'll pass that information on. And so, <laughs> now, I knew they weren't going to come, right? But just figured I'd call for the heck of it. I mean, I am a supposed uh, individual here who's supposed to be the master. They're supposed to be the servant. I'm the one who's paying uh, their salaries through paying tax dollars in the property taxes. And uh, half an hour transpires, and no one has shown up. So I called back. And by the way, within that period of time, that slat I was telling you about on the window and the blinds disappeared. So then the blinds were complete again. They, they, they so obviously somebody was looking out through, <laughs> through the slat. <laughs> Clearly, there are people in the office. They got
3: cameras. Yeah.
1: I ain't going out there. So I called them back. Uh, it had being, uh, you know, it had been a half an hour, and so I wanted to know. I asked them essentially. My cop? How
2: long does this take? Uh, you What's, know, what, don't, I, don't I thirty minutes or less? Or I get right. my cop for free? What's what, the what is average to happen here?
1: Right. What is the average response time Put for buy with that? Uh, what What is the average response time for a police call? And she says, "Well, it depends on what the call's about." the answer. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's a great Dodge. And I expected something like that. And so we'll come back and tell you the rest of the story here. There's a lot more to it. Uh, at 800-259-9231, you can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. We may end up hearing from Jason Talley from the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund. Hopefully I invited him to give a call in, but then again, he's out in the woods. So who knows if he's got the cell phone reception the right pizza. now. Can tell us about the pizza. We'll tell you about the pizza. <laughs> we'll tell you who bought it for us. As well, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live.
4: Hi.
1: This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want at 800-259-90231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. You can enjoy the features that we have there on the site totally free. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Features, including archives. If you've missed a moment of the program, you can just click and download. They're right there on the front page of the website. And if you click into the archive section, it'll take you all the way back to late 2006. It's all totally free. At freetalklive.com.
2: Wayne, what's uh, gold and silver at today?
3: Gold hit about 1530, and silver is on its march back up. It's
2: somewhere 4836 the... is what I got it at. You know, yeah. folks, gold and silver, volatile. It's moving up, and we've been recommending to get it. I'm still recommending it. I believe it's going to continue to go up. Some experts say as high as $200. Admittedly, that seems like a dizzying height to me, but. I, I I can't present any proof to other as to otherwise I I you know they they keep on printing dollars so there's no way out for them yeah. at
3: this point because their buddies the big banks if they allow deflation to happen the big banks all go under overnight so the only way they can really keep their friends uh, in high places solvent or give the illusion of so is to keep inflating and the dollar is really going
2: down more so than gold and silver going up. <laughs> Also, uh, Ampex is what offering three dollars over spot for silver eagles or something like that. Yes, and and, and yeah, that's a was, desperate
3: move. Yeah, it yeah. is. It means they can't get any supply. And well, and let's so- make
1: it clear what happened. Uh, Ampex, which is a fairly excuse me, Ampex, I guess the American Precious Metals Exchange, a fairly popular organization to buy silver and, and gold from. Uh, yeah. From what I understand, they sent out an email to their customer list. So to everybody that's bought from this company, as I understand it, I was forwarded the email. I have not purchased from them myself, but I was forwarded, forwarded this email, and it, is, it says, uh, Dear customer name, due to the recent incredible demand for gold and silver bullion products, AmpMex would like to offer you an exclusive opportunity to lock in your prices and sell us some of your U.S. Mint collection. It's a limited-time offer, and it is first-come, first-served until you have secured enough U.S. Mint bullion products to meet our current demand. So they're saying it right there. Look, we don't have enough inventory. We, who are the dealer, we, who are this big-name precious metals dealer, do not have the inventory to satisfy what it is that people are ordering from us. We need you, loyal customer, to please sell us your silver. Don't hold it and hope that it's going to keep going up. Please, just go ahead. You're desperate for cash now. Go ahead. Cash it in. Sell it, uh, sell it back to us. And what was the premium over spot for gold? It was like uh, $38, yeah, $38 over spot. $38
3: over spot for gold eagles i mean that's incredible and the old timers in the business are saying they've never seen this before even in the 70s is that right never heard yeah. of it
2: i mean this is yeah.
3: <laughs> that's how that, and and all the other dealers are, are saying the same thing that i've been reading about that they're they have trouble getting supply right now and so the pre, even when the the silver and gold price gets whacked down for a few days by the paper shorts on the comex the the um, price the actual street price of bullion is not really budging because the premiums go up
2: yeah, forgo so- the luxuries in your life people forgo them use the money and buy gold and silver there was yeah there was a little bit of a correction yesterday and it just marched right back up
3: today that the mm-hmm. corrections are real small now if you look at how yeah, I keep got- hoping it's going to drop
1: back down but <laughs> right, I want like it to drop
2: <laughs> I want please bring gold back down bring silver back down to $35 yeah, yeah. it's not going there people it's I mean, not but even if there was a
3: correction temporarily It doesn't really mean much in the long term. The long term trend is up and
1: change your dollars into something real. Wasn't there news just recently about China dropping two thirds of their
2: dollar holdings? Is that true? They announced they're going to. Yeah. And they're buying gold and silver. (laughs) Why would you (laughs) announce that, though? I mean, it's before you sold it. But they've been doing it anyway.
3: In the background, but I think they're just trying to—they're trying to light a fire under the U.S. Treasury to stop inflating.
1: Yeah. Right, well, I'll tell you what—you uh, can go gold. to silver.freetalklive.com and you can order gold and silver through that link. It's uh, from our friends over at Midas Resources. That's the company that helps syndicate this program on the 95 great radio stations that we're on plus xm so uh again you can go to silver.freetalklive.com get yourself some silver there as we go to your phone calls to tell you more about what happened with the police protest today some interesting twists uh, to that story to come uh, but first let's talk to jim listening in charleston jim how are you listening to the show tonight
5: uh, i'm listening on the internet
1: oh okay very good sir so uh what's on your mind
5: uh i just wanted to talk about gary johnson did you guys see him on freedom watch the other night
2: I did not see him on Freedom Watch. We've had him on the show a couple of times, so.
5: Yeah, uh, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but he came out in, in favor of Guantanamo.
2: Ooh, mm, dear. Not pleasant. That's you best. know, the, 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 I, I understand where you're coming from, and it's going to be difficult to find that perfect freedom candidate. Ron Paul sounds better already. I think I'm backing Ron Paul in this one. Well, how are you going to like Ron Paul if you're a Mexican trying to come across the border? He wants to build a big border fence.
1: Yeah, I don't like that either.
2: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people got uh, real problems
3: with... I've never heard him say anything about a border fence. My
2: God, did you hear his uh, campaign ads in 2008 Mm. running here in New Hampshire? They were disgusting. You know, I think... I I wonder how much of that uh, with Gary
3: Johnson and Ron Paul has to do with appealing to the Republican base, so to speak. even, Even though it's not really totally honest 100 percent. we want someone to be totally transparent and honest i, I think prefer there's that. still politicians have to peel their base because if you look at Rand paul for example he's he's become he, he sounds very libertarian i haven't really heard him say much off of off
2: of principle since he's been a senator right i like the uh, senator Rand paul better than uh, the, the the candidate Rand paul
1: yeah me jim too. thanks for the heads up on that anything else you want to share tonight your thoughts
5: uh, no, that's it. I just I didn't see anybody talking about it on Lou Rockwell or anywhere else, so I just wanted to
1: throw it out there. All right. Thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you. Yeah, it should be interesting to see our, between Ron Paul and uh, Gary Johnson, will the two of them being in the same race result in more radicalism as far as the, the message of liberty is concerned or more muted, uh, more, I guess, moderated yeah. uh, message of liberty?
2: I can't, you know, politics is an ugly game. I mean, I, it really is. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't find it pleasant at all. What I do like about the national political scene is regardless of what parts of the Ron Paul campaign I disagreed with, and I'll admit they're only a small percentage compared to the large parts that I agreed with, look what Ron Paul did for the Liberty Movement in 2008 – uh, he, the, 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 essentially, the Tea Party was created by Ron Paul. I mean, not, but his presence, not not him um, actually doing it. Not that that means anything. The well, Tea Party it, hasn't
1: done anything except promote a bunch of Republican candidates. It, initially, that it don't did. care about freedom. It, it, initially, it did. Within the Republicans, mean anything did It, no. it yeah.
2: shook the Republican base. It changed. It it, it turned the party to some extent. Look, okay. revolutions aren't pretty easy I'll take your Ian. word for it, Mark. I'm
1: not in the party, so I wouldn't know.
2: R- Are you? Yeah, I'm, uh, am I a registered Republican?
1: No. But do you get active in the party? I, 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 to some extent, I went to the state yeah.
2: Republican convention okay, a go. couple of months ago.
1: Let's go to Aaron, listening in Ohio. Aaron, you're on Free Talk Live with again Wayne and Mark. Hello, Aaron. In Ohio? Yeah. Go, hello? Yeah. Go ahead, sir.
5: Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, okay, yeah, I remember. I wanted to know if you guys have heard about a topic I wanted to talk about. Um, if you guys have heard about the uh, hacking of the PlayStation Network account and how people, like Sony's, had to shut it down because of this hacking, and and some people have had their personal and credit card information stolen from their account, I wonder if you guys have know. heard about this.
1: Yeah, I saw something in the news about it, but I didn't look deeply into it. What are your thoughts?
5: Um, I I was just curious what you guys might think of. I was thinking about thinking about if you guys use PlayStation Network or not, or anything like that.
1: Um, you know, I think I created an account there a long time ago. I, I don't know. Maybe they got my yeah, credit card number. I've
2: always just played the games as I bought them. Uh,
1: what can you do, right? I mean, cancel your credit card if they stole your number and get another number. And, you know, I don't, I don't know. What can, what can you do about that? Things get hacked and it's, it's nice when companies pay attention and they don't leave back doors open. Uh, but S happens. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate hearing from me at 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything. It's free talk. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features on the site free. We've got the bulletin board system there. You can get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners. Uh, It's all free over at bbs.freetalklive.com, bbs.freetalklive.com.
2: How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux? Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me, Mark Edge. This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event's what you want to make of it. There'll certainly be some speeches and a debate. Uh, It it should be a riveting debate, as a matter of fact. Stefan Molyneux and uh, Wes Bertrand and I will be discussing the morality of voting. (laughs) Get get your tickets folks. Uh the the boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf and a whole bunch more to do. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November, but you need to reserve your berth now. Uh we've uh, there's there are still some rooms left. You can go to cruise.freetalklive.com. The price is variable at this point. Do it today cruise.freetalklive.com. All
1: right. 800-259-9231. So, uh today we're out at the Weir Police Department. I was out at the Weir Police Department. You guys weren't out there, um, so there were about a, probably at least two dozen other people, maybe three dozen. Not real good at estimating, and I didn't take the time to count. But there were That's a, a good lot turnout. Of folks. Oh yeah, for for the middle of nowhere. I mean, this is essentially the woods in New Hampshire. Maybe three thousand people live in this town. I'm not real sure. It's it's not very large. And so we're there at the police department because the Weir PD refuses to even come close to allowing itself to have any level of transparency or accountability in that they have tried to crack down and arrest people for using video cameras, uh, using them by recording so-called public officials. And they've arrested three people for that. They've dropped charges on two of them. One of them is still facing felony wiretapping charges. Which is a bogus charge, by the way. It totally is because as long as you've got your camera out and people know that you're recording, it's not you're not doing it secretively. It's not a wiretapping was
3: designed for for the telephone anyway.
1: As I understand it, yeah, yeah, but they've kind of expanded since then into just the interception of any oral communication without uh, the knowledge of the other participant. But if you're standing in front of somebody with a video camera, it should be common knowledge. There's that no there's wires tapped there. Yeah, that there's a good chance that uh, that person is being recorded. So. uh... Michael Garcia is one of the activists here in the Keene area, and he kind of, for whatever reason, even though he doesn't live there, has really taken an interest in this, in holding these police accountable. And I think that's great. He put together this event today and invited a bunch of people out, and people came from Manchester and Keene and, and Concord and, uh, of course, the Weir area as well. And as I said, dozens of people out there, people holding signs and flags. And uh, one as one sign said, we will record you, or we will record, I think. And so there were other relevant signs, and and then uh, Rob, one of these guys uh, from the, I guess he, he lives at the domes. He came out with a bunch of food and brought out a barbecue pit. Rob's awesome. And yeah, it was it was awesome. He just set up all. This, he set up this spread of like uh, grilled pineapple and uh, watermelon. <sighs> You're making me hungry. And yeah, he had this big salad out there and everything. It was just like we had a blast. And of course, we're right in front of the sign that says "fire permit needed" or something like that. There's one of those in small towns. They always have these fire signs. And so there's one of these these permit signs right there and so folks brought over the uh this little hibachi or whatever it was i'm not sure what you described it It was like kind of i I don't know it's like it wasn't really a hibachi it was just kind of this pit thing that was mobile anyway so they put it down right in front of that sign for kind of a photo op and even though there was illegal burning going on the police wouldn't come out i and even though i called the police and asked them to send an officer out so we could talk to them uh, they wouldn't come out so i called the police back after a half an hour of waiting for their officer to arrive and asked, well, how long does this normally take for somebody to respond? And she says, well, it depends on what the call's about. I said, well, this is an informational call. So how long would one normally have to wait for an informational call? She says "I don't." she didn't have an answer uh, for me. I said I thought, I thought it mattered what the kind of call was as to how long uh, it would take for an officer to get here. So she didn't actually have an answer at any point for how long the average call takes. She was just trying to dodge having to answer a question. So I asked who the officer in charge was. She told me it was a Lieutenant Carney. And I asked what his first name was. And she got kind of quiet, didn't want to answer that question, and basically stonewalled me at that point and refused to answer, refused to identify the so-called public servants. Refused to give me his uh, his full name. She hung up on me, of course. and So I called back and... Uh, the police station hangs up on somebody. Multiple times. I was hung up on multiple
4: times. <laughs> That's crazy. Because
1: I'm just trying to get the man's name. I just want to get the name of the man who's in charge of the shift. And I asked if, if, if your supervisor, Lieutenant Carney, uh, the man who we would have... Uh, they would have us believe his first name is lieutenant uh, that uh, you know where is he right now she says she's not at uh, authority to or no excuse me what did she say it she said she, uh, to that question, she essentially refused to answer. She said that she, you know, she couldn't tell me uh, where he was. And I asked if he was, if he was working and she couldn't give me that information either and just completely stonewalled me at, at that point. Uh, and this was, I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm summing up a few different phone calls here into this discussion because I don't remember which one said, she said what at which, which call because I called after half an hour and then I called after an hour. And, of course, at no point did any police officer show up at this facility.
2: Having a barbecue out front of their place. That's correct. Uh, Without a a permit.
1: Right. And some marijuana, of course, was smoked at 420 uh, uh, out in front of the
2: police station. Lawlessness. As well. Absolute lawlessness.
1: So, yeah, it was a great time. And it was really a step up from last year. I was a little skeptical uh, going into this because last year I was at a similar protest that occurred at the same department about 13 months ago. So it was a little colder out, uh, the one that I went to. And there were probably a dozen-plus people, so the turnout was at least twice as large this time. And having more people there and having more minds kind of working together on the the issue really brings out different aspects that otherwise wouldn't have been present. Like the food aspect was there this time, kind of the barbecue, the cookout aspect. That wasn't there last time. It was just people waiting inside the lobby. The department didn't know enough to shut down the last time we were there. So we just were standing in the lobby. It was hot in there, and they were ignoring us. So for the most part... There wasn't much to talk about uh, at the last one because they, they did effectively ignore us. And even though they attempted to ignore us this time, uh, they didn't get away with it quite as easily. We had a great time. The weather right. was perfect. There was a party
2: out front of their house. Yeah, the we had a party building. out in front of
1: the police department on side of the road. We waved signs, got a lot of honks and waves uh, from people uh, driving by. And it was a great, it was a great day. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't come out and talk at any point. They didn't want to answer any questions. Then at one point... A truck pulls into the parking lot. Guy gets out holding four pizzas, four boxes full of pizza, and he comes up, walks up to the crowd of people, and and Wayne, we do have the the pizza box in here. I'll hold it closer to the cam uh, in a little bit here uh, at cam.freetalklive.com, but the pizza boxes say Porky Pig Special, (laughs) compliments of your friend's. At Weir PD.
2: <laughs> now, uh, w- one thing, this is... Each box. Uh, this was written on each box. What bro. this says to me is, you know, here's some cops that are, that are um, putting words in your mouths. You know, like they're saying that you're calling them pigs. And we, on Free Talk Live, if we wanted to call cops pigs, we could call cops pigs every single night. We don't do that.
3: That's right, we don't because we know that there are cops who aren't.
2: Right, and, and name calling doesn't make any sense anyway. What yeah. I mean, obviously cops are not pigs. Pigs are pigs. Mm-hmm. Cops are people trying to do they're, their job the way they've been trained. And mm-hmm. sometimes they're a little misguided and sometimes they're right on point. Yeah, You know, I, I, I think that uh, I, th- I think that most of the time they follow the orders they're given. And sometimes those orders are good and sometimes those orders are bad. And when those orders are bad, I as a citizen or whatever, I'm going to stand up and say, I think that's bad. And I want to be treated with respect. I don't want words put in my mouth. I don't want to be, you know, turned into some dirty patchouli hippie uh, wearing hippie who's, "Are ah, you pig?" Yeah. No, I didn't do that. That is not the level of discourse that we're uh, dealing with here. Now, hey, by the way, thanks for the pizza.
3: Oh,
1: it was great, by hey, the way. May,
3: the, maybe the people at the pizza place just embellished a little bit and put Porky Pig on nope, there. Nope, no? nope, nope. Uh, uh, I'll they, tell you more about
1: it. Uh, we did actually go and talk to the folks at the, the pizza place. So uh, so this guy gets out of his truck, and he's carrying uh, four pies. He walks up to the group of people there and says something to the effect of uh, <laughs> these pizzas. Uh, is there anybody named Ian Freeman here? And then he used my uh, my other name as well, which is the name that's on my uh, my cell phone. And so it had to be the police that it, had that it ordered these things. I'll tell you more about what happened here in a moment, uh, and uh, we'll show the cam at cam.freetalklive.com. We're coming up. It's Free Talk Live
6: Another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at Ruger.com LC9.
1: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the Sakels CAI toll-free line. You can join us. On our website at freetalklive.com, we give you the features on the site totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Wayne. And Mark. Uh, by the way, uh, if you want to help support the show, you can go to promote.freetalklive.com. Get a list of things you can do to get Free Talk Live into more ears around the world. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. To do that, that's promote.freetalklive.com.
2: It's the shirt that you use most. It's the white dress shirt guys you know you need white dress shirts and it's hard to find one at a good price that's made of quality materials that won't just fall apart on you that fits and fit is so important because if you if you have to walk around all day with your sleeve just a little too short and it doesn't show out of the jacket right and ah uh, Man, it doesn't make you feel good, and it's that confidence that allows you to do your job well. That's right. You don't want to feel like a bozo when you go into a business meeting. Yep. 1995, Paul Frederick will get you your shirt. in athletic. that means, uh, you know, if you want it to be kind of thick around the the midsection and thin around the waist. Or trim, where you want it just sort of thin all the way down. Or big, where you want it kind of bigger all the way down. Tall, where you need it longer. Everybody needs something different. Ian, you're going to need something that's both trim and tall at the same time. You can get it at 19 for 1995 at 1995shirt.com and free monogramming. Use promo code TUCK, T-U-C-K, at 1995shirt.com.
1: All right, we'll continue the police station protest story where the twist has been thus far that the officers apparently, while they refused to actually meet with any of the activists, ordered us pizza. Yay, Just delicious pizza. Very interesting twist. And they were kind of, it was kind of a self-deprecating pizza as well, uh, calling it Porky Pig Pizza, I think is what it was. Porky Porky Pig Special. Uh, the, it says actually on the box, compliments of your friends at the Weir Police Department. So we'll get back to the rest of that story in a moment. Allie is on the line, listening in Alabama. You're on Free Talk Live, Allie. Hey,
0: guys, they didn't put ham on that pizza, did
1: they? Actually, it had bacon on it, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. all right. Well, um, I was actually calling because I was listening to the show from last night, and um, I think you, Ian, were, you were saying that you were excited about the e-cigarettes coming out with, like, a marijuana version. Um, and I was calling because I was actually at the bar uh, a couple weekends ago, and um, this this guy had, like, what looked just like an e-cigarette. And um, my friend passed it to me, and she was like, hey, this is, like, I know it look, looks like an e-cigarette, but it's actually weed and i was like really and she's like yeah it's like a little vaporizer but no one's gonna mess with us because it's actually cause it looks so much like an e-cigarette so hmm. um so That's like i tried it and yeah it was like a little like sophisticated um vaporizer basically it looked just like an e-cigarette so
1: so um, now was it was it, actually, it was it actually was it actually weed that was in this because in the in yeah. the e-cigarettes it's not tobacco it's just a nicotine right. solution this was actually yeah. plant material that was in it
0: yeah, this is basically like a sneaky little way to smoke weed in public and have them think It's just
1: an e-cigarette. Nice. I knew that. So, uh, I knew that there were portable vaporizers out there, but I didn't realize they'd gotten that small yet. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, and it
0: like it lights up at the end, just like the cigarette. Just like an e-cigarette. So. Oh, very cool.
1: Yeah. I'd like to. <laughs> I'd like to learn more about that. <laughs> I'll bet
2: you yeah. will be learning more yeah. about that. It's That'd be
0: pretty great. Awesome. <laughs>
2: Thanks for heads um, up. The weed, the weed smokers, yeah. uh, b- you know, blow it for all the uh, the, the the e-cigarette vapors out there. So uh, what else did you
1: want to share tonight, Allie? Anything else in your mind?
0: Um, well, actually, I had a question about, like, um, I, I started listening, like, I think it was last year when you guys were talking about the Topless Tuesday events. Yeah. Um, and I was going to ask if, because if, obviously that sort of is dependent on, like, it being nice outside. I was wondering if they're going to do that again this year. Yeah. I don't know. Topless funny? Tuesday
1: kind of died off. Uh, I mean, not to say that it couldn't come back if somebody wanted to do something like that, but it kind of was started up by Rich Paul, and was there was a were... certain
2: air of lechery that uh, floats around Topless yeah. Tuesday, <laughs> and you know, you can you can see why it uh, you know it it isn't it isn't exactly a feminist movement. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, it was it was men and women that showed up at uh, at Topless Tuesday, and there was some photos taken, and I think it was a it was a good event at the mm-hmm. time that it uh, that it happened, and it just it didn't keep going. Uh, it, it, it's it kind of died off fairly quickly. So, would there be an interest in reviving it? I don't know. You'd have to talk to some of the ladies up here.
0: Okay. Well, I do plan on moving to New Hampshire, so I think I don't know. When I heard about that, I was like, "Wait, what? What is this?" And then when I realized what it was, I was like, "That's amazing! Like, I wouldn't think that they would have something like that in New England. Of you know, like I would. That's." It's really awesome. Things I are think a little
1: different up in New Hampshire and Vermont. I mean, over in Vermont, it's, it's completely... Portland, Maine? Yes. Do they do like a naked bike ride or something? They do there?
2: something like that there, as I understand it.
1: Yeah, uh, so northern New England, I guess, you know, not so, uh, so uppity about people being naked. Uh, it's completely legal in Vermont, from what I understand, yeah. and I don't know about full nudity in, in New Hampshire, Uh, but But frontal nudity is not a big deal. Topless uh, is apparently not illegal. illegal. They they arrested Cassidy for doing it um a couple of years ago, but then they They actually turned apology right with an apology and you never hear police departments apologizing for getting something wrong. Uh which is really all the weir PD has to do is they just have to apologize and drop the charges against Bill Alleman for using a video camera. But that's one of the things with government is that they just don't feel like they have to say they're sorry. They're going to get your money whether they apologize. or not. I don't know. Not.
2: Pizza's pretty good. Pretty good
1: uh, peace pipe. Well, I, we gave them flowers too. I'll tell you about that in a moment. Allie, thanks for the call. Okay. Look forward to seeing you in New Hampshire. When are you making the move?
0: Um. Well, it depends on when we go a work fest. I'm trying to get my boyfriend to sort of you know be into the idea as much as I am. But wow, that's that's um, interesting. It's so sort of dependent on
1: that. Usually, yeah, usually so. it's it's the reverse. Usually it's the boyfriend attempting to get the girlfriend interested. So. Um,
0: Oh. Uh, we're a little different. <laughs> if you can bring him
1: up to Porkfest, I would think that might make the sale because it's a pr- yeah. pretty awesome event and it's a group yeah. of great people. So thanks. Look forward and to seeing you. Know, you. Hmm?
4: Okay. Thanks. thanks for the
1: call. 800-259-9231. And speaking of the Porcupine Freedom Festival, it's actually coming up here in a matter of weeks, June 20th through the 26th. It's going to be all week long. People will be camping out. Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. Incredible opportunity to get to spend time with some of the people you hear about here. Uh, some of the folks that were out at this uh, this protest today. I think most of them will probably be at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. All kinds of interesting personalities and, and people and families. And So there's everything from adult kind of uh, themed parties to family fun events. Uh, the Agora Alley is happening as well where people are selling things without asking the government's permission And you can go to porkfest.com to learn more. P O R C F E S T.com. Get registered, get on up here. Free Talk Live is going to be broadcasting live from the Porcupine Freedom Festival of 2011, porkfest.com. You can use our coupon code, which is Free Talk Live with no spaces. Use our coupon code to save 20%. So go to porkfest.com, and our code is Free Talk Live, again, with no spaces. So, was out at the uh, police department today. It was a good protest about maybe three dozen people out there enjoying uh, the sunlight. It was a beautiful day. Perfect temperature up here in, in New Hampshire. And a great day to be on si- on the side of the road waving and, and smiling at people. And, and got a lot of positive response from folks. The police completely ignored us. They pretended like they weren't there, uh, even though we saw the blinds in the window actually move a few times with one of the blinds kind of being raised up for a while. You had the police put,
2: hiding in the, yeah. in the station. Well,
1: this is interesting, isn't it? This kind of... Thing Things have changed a little bit uh, over the last couple of years. Just recently we were at the, the trial for Weeda clause where they had undercover officers who were running away from us. They were pulling their coats over their heads. They were being pr- protected uh, by one of their buddies. Uh, they were trying to keep the cameras away from these undercover cops. And so you, you saw these cops just scurrying and, and running. And and now they're trying to avoid us. Uh, they're not even coming near their own offices when we have a protest out in front of it. It's, fine. it's kind of an interesting change it in the way they're, they're behaving but uh, then they sent pizzas out so this guy shows up says he's got pizzas for uh, for ian freeman and uh, of course it was my name that came up because i was the one who'd called into the police department so they had my my name and of course you know we took the pizzas and he said it was from the weir police association which would presumably be the officers of the weir pd who come together for like a little boys club or whatever where they
2: yeah, probably no it's probably their union
1: Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. It's their club, basically. And so uh, we took the pizzas. And obviously, there was quite a bit of surprise uh, about that. And the delivery man made his way out. And folks, uh, some folks ate the pizzas, some some didn't. And uh, then down the road a little bit, we went to the pizza place town is so small. There are only two places that serve pizza. And one of those two places is a place that has been regularly harassed by the police. So we figured it wasn't them. We went to the other place. And walked in, of course, didn't have any cameras out or anything like that. I just walked in friendly and uh, said, I said to the folks behind the counter, yeah, I just enjoyed uh, this delicious pizza and I was wondering if it came from here. And of course, we brought the box in to, uh, to show to them and they they admitted that it had indeed come from there and uh, they basically spilled the whole story to me and they were very nice. Uh, basically, what happened was the very Lieutenant Carney that uh, I was attempting to to talk, to talk to today or to discover his first name had called up the pizza place had instructed them to write on the box porky pig special compliments of your friends at weird pd on all four boxes and had ordered those over the phone and had them sent out actually it was his buddy who picked up the pies from the pizza place and delivered them to it wasn't their delivery man they mm. apparently don't have one So, technically, the pizzas were in the police's hands before they came to the activists. 1-800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. Hour number two is on the way. This is Free Talk Live.
6: You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal. But something seems to be missing stickers from libertystickers.com exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers that's libertystickers.com but wait
1: is Free Talk Live, and we are launching into the second hour of the program. You can dial in toll-free, take control of the airwaves, bring up anything you want, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features on the site completely free. So enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Wayne. And Mark. Talking about uh, some highlights from today's uh, protest in Weir, New Hampshire, for those of you just tuning in uh, there were about three dozen activists, uh, most of whom had made the move here to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, who'd come out to protest uh, or demonstrate, whatever term you'd prefer. There were signs and waving and Good times were had uh, out in front of the police department because this particular police department is worse than the average police department. They have been targeting activists and arresting them and charging them with felony counts of wiretapping for using video cameras in ostensibly public places to record the ostensibly public police officers. And they have arrested at least three activists and charged them with uh, with felony wiretapping over this. Two of those activists have had those charges dropped but their cameras are still in the possession of the police department. Uh, police department refuses to answer questions regarding when those cameras will be returned. They are refusing to answer questions regarding anything regarding what they have done. The charges that, uh, that they have issued against one man from adventuresinthefreestate.com, Bill a Biker Bill. Cause he's still facing those charges. And so folks decided to go out to the police department today to try to get some answers or at the very least, because I did not expect them at all to talk to us. And indeed, they did not. Uh, but uh, to try to get at least something. And if, the, if not, bring more attention to the fact that this is a particularly distasteful police department now every police department uses violence against peaceful people that's just part and parcel of what they do obviously i'd like that to stop at some point in the future but this particular department is just a little more egregious than the average department there are even allegations that there is cocaine being sold from inside uh the the police department
2: allegations right yeah just those things that you hear through the, the kind of the grapevine. And so, those things are said in many towns across the United States. Who knows? Well, who better
1: to sell the drugs than the police themselves? So I don't know if that's true or not. But either way, we were there on the, uh, the side of the road, about three dozen people. There were there was like a cookout going on, an open flame, uh, which was great. A little bit of marijuana was smoked. Uh, and at one point, a guy shows up with four boxes full of pizza, Turns uh, d- drops them off. I asked, hey, have these been paid for? And he said yes. I didn't think to give the guy a tip at that point because, first of all, I didn't have money in my pocket. I hadn't ordered anything. Uh, they had my name on them uh, that, well, it that was being delivered to me because I had called the police department earlier, which is how they got my number but we were thinking, well it's either the police who actually sent this or one of the three dozen people here is kind of playing a joke right because there's a bunch of people there anybody it's could funny. have just stepped yeah. away from the group and you know got on their cell phone and ordered a, ordered a bunch of pizzas so we went down to the pizza parlor and checked it out and indeed they verified that it was one of the police lieutenants who'd called up and and uh, and had placed that order and it was just it was just incredible it was just so weird. Like, they were hiding from us, on one hand. They refused to talk to us on the phone. The secretaries were hanging up on me when I called. I mean, I managed to talk to them for a short bit, the secretaries, in the attempt to try to get a little information out of them, in the attempt to try to get an officer to actually come out to their own department to talk to the people who supposedly pay their salary, to the people who are supposed to be their bosses which of course we all know is a
2: big joke right but it's still it's kind of fun to appeal to that aspect and let's not forget i mean they're right inside this building yeah there's an open flame out there on their uh, sidewalk right um, (laughs) barbecue being had and marijuana being smoked yeah (laughs) and they didn't want to come out nope
1: they didn't want to talk to us at all so (laughs) let's see there's a couple other things that were worth mentioning oh so rob who had brought out all this food this big spread like salad and pineapple and was grilling stuff up and (laughs) He's also brought out flowers. Lots and lots of flowers. Uh, like bushels of flowers. Where did he get them? I don't know. He's He's got all kinds of fun, interesting stuff. Rob is an interesting dude. Yeah. There's no doubt. So he's... <laughs> towards the end of it he brings up all these flowers to the front door of the police department which is of course completely locked and they've got a sign up that's apologizing to anybody that might actually show up for some other reason to the sorry, police sorry we're scared
2: of the activists yeah yeah call this number day and day.
1: so he starts putting flowers everywhere there's flowers like up on the light uh up on top of the door there's flowers up on the like in the door handle so He shoved some flowers in there as well just bushels of flowers and then there's like a, a there was a uh like a handicap parking sign right nearby there and you put some flowers up on top of that as well and I did a quick.com live streamed video which you probably will be able to see at the Free Keen Live YouTube channel where I kind of interviewed him about what he was doing, and you know, he basically
2: said it was a peace offering uh, to to the police. I'll tell you what, the ladies at the station will probably really enjoy it. They'll take it down, they'll put it in the vases. Uh, most ladies at most offices have vases right in their desks ready for those flowers to come. Mm-hmm. They will take those flowers and they'll put them to good use. Well, I hope so. We ate
1: their pizza. We <laughs> I mean we, They ordered four pizzas, sent them out there, and, uh, people, and people did enjoy those. So I called uh, Lieutenant Carney up. And by the way, I found out his first name. They didn't give me the police people, the sh- two secretaries that had answered the phone, uh, they refused to give me his first name. But the guy at the pizza parlor just—he had no problem telling me what his his name was. I didn't even ask. He just mentioned, "Oh yeah, Jimmy uh, came here and you know, or, or Jimmy called and paid for these." J-. So I found out what his name Jimmy? was. Yeah. And then when I called the police department to ask to speak with Jimmy, they pretended like they didn't know who I was talking about. <laughs> Now, of course, his real name is James, right? It's one of those things where somebody named James can also be called Jim or Jimmy. But the woman that answered the phone actually pretended like she didn't know anybody <laughs> named Jimmy. And so I said, well, can you send me to Lieutenant Carney's uh, voicemail at that point? And I left him a voicemail and I, I thanked him for the pizzas. And he likes uh, pizza. Yeah. And I said, uh, you know, it would have been nice to actually have you come out and talk to us. But you know, I appreciate it. I left him my phone number because I knew they already had it and uh, said, if you feel like giving me a call, you're certain, certainly welcome to do so. And I, I know that uh, Michael Garcia, who was the activist that kind of put the whole thing together, he also called and left a voicemail for the police chief. Uh, as well expressing his disappointment i mean he he traveled all the way out from Keene, which is an hour drive uh specifically to try to talk to this police chief and we know the police chief was there that day because one of the activists had a two-way radio or excuse me had a scanner with him and so we were listening or he was listening to the police department chatter uh, throughout the entire time at one point the police chief called for another one of his officers to meet him at uh, some local building behind the building I don't know if they were talking about ordering us a pizza or what they were doing, but uh, there was a little bit of shenanigans going on yeah, today. Yeah, it's a little
2: scary. What are the cops meeting behind the building for?
1: Not behind the police building, but behind some other building in town. We drove around for a while trying to find them, but... Uh, we're unsuccessful at that. I think that would have made the. I think that would have been the only thing that would have made today better. Like the weather was perfect. It was a huge turnout. Everybody had a lot of fun. It was a good time, and we got uh, lots of waves. And it was just overall very positive. I think the only thing that would have made it better is if we actually found the police chief sitting behind a building with another police officer uh, chatting about something, and we like, were able to walk up on him with cameras. Doesn't
2: it seem? Isn't it an indictment on the police department that you get these honks and waves? Did you notice any kind of uh, any any people going? Thank you. Thank you. Just a second. Um, But it's an indictment against the police department. So many people honk and wave and like, yeah, protest those cops. Yep. Sure. I mean, these these are the people that are protecting and serving supposedly people know the truth about the cops anybody that's ever had
1: themselves or a friend or a family member arrested for a bunch of nonsense or ticketed for some garbage they know that the cops are just glorified fundraisers yeah when i was about 19 one time i
3: got i got a ticket for going 56 in a 55 mile an hour zone oh geez that sounds like you got a ticket for
1: being 19 yeah so okay mark i'm glad you brought that up because that was the one last thing that i wanted to point out about this so as we were getting ready to leave This police department is like a dual purpose thing, police department out front, fire department in the back. And so throughout the whole time, there are firemen that were kind of arriving and they're going back behind the back and doing some fireman thing. And at one point, the firemen leave and they're all leaving together. And as a couple of the firemen are pulling out of the parking lot, one of them shouts the usual, get a job. Yeah. That kind of thing. Go work for
2: the state. Yeah, and
1: and <laughs> I, I guess the job. that kind of engendered some level of res- uh, attention from the activists who are standing there. And as these two firemen, they're two in one car, as they're pulling out of the parking lot, they give the activists the bird. Firemen. Each one of them. Yeah. Each one of them I holds wonder... their fingers out their car windows and up and gives the flips the activist the bird. And of course Pete Ayers right there from Liberty on Tour rolling tape. So yeah. you were talking about Wayne going to the selectmen's meeting, and I said that it was at this particular protest today that a couple of interesting things were garnered that could be very useful at that selectmen's meeting. One, the pizza boxes with the the note on them from the police, Porky Pig special compliments of your friends at We're PD. But two, the firemen who apparently are paid city staff and not volunteers. Oh boy. Jeez. Actually flipping people off video footage of that. So. Very unprofessional. Really, what else can you ask for from these people? You can't write this stuff. 800-259-9231. You can take control and bring up anything. It's a welfare state. We'll tell you about it.
7: This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Boost Kid Essentials Nutritionally Complete Drink. Providing your picky eater with essential nutrition and great taste in one drink. Visit us at kidessentials.com. To make sure your kids eat healthy, follow the five-a-day plan. Serve three servings of vegetables and two servings of fruit daily. Remember, a serving could just mean a piece of fruit or a half cup of veggies. If your kids are picky eaters, ask a nutritionist about other sources. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash today.
1: This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free, bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on our site completely free. The webcam is one of those, cam.freetalklive.com. Earlier, we were showing off the pizza box that the cops ordered for the protesters today today. And uh, displaying that on the cam, at, it said, Porky Pig Special, compliments of your friends at Weir PD. Of course, they weren't acting very friendly today. They were hiding in their offices and refusing to talk to us. It was kind of an interesting approach on their part. Uh, but you could see, you could have seen that over at the cam at cam.freetalklive.com, where you can watch, listen, and chat, because the chat room is built into the same page. It's all free for
2: you, thanks to Memory Dealers. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all of your networking and telecom accessory needs. They have the world's largest selection of discounted Optical transceivers, including SFPs, XFPs, GBIX, Zenpacks, and X2s. They're 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off of list price. Even have customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. In stock, ready to ship. The overnight delivery, it's MemoryDealers.com.
1: All right. Toll-free number again, 800-259-9231. You can, of course, uh, take control of the airwaves. There's big news out of uh, USA Today. I think the story was published yesterday. Americans, according uh, to the USA Today, depended more on government assistance in 2010 than at any other time in the nation's history. Mm.
2: And Apparently, that includes the Great Depression as well. Well, there's um, certainly a lot more programs to rely upon yeah, uh, point. now than there were in the Great Depression.
1: A USA Today analysis of federal data finds the trend shows a few signs of easing, even though the economic recovery is nearly two years old. Recovery? Right recovery? <laughs> <laughs>
3: no,
2: they call it
1: that.
3: <laughs> well, the, well, what the, exactly is recovering? Well, the two the, the b- big-to-fail banks have recovered somewhat, with <laughs> flush yes. with funny money, but yeah. n- nobody else has.
2: Yeah.
1: Wow. Well, don't turn to USA Today for uh, for honesty and reporting, but nonetheless, we'll keep that in mind as we continue in this piece. It's called re- the
2: jobless recovery.
1: A record 18.3% of the nation's total personal income was a payment from the government for Social Security, Medicare, food stamps, unemployment benefits, and other social programs in 2010. Wages accounted for the lowest share of income, 51%, since the government began keeping track in 1929. The income data show how fragile and government-dependent the recovery is after a recession that officially ended in June 2009. <laughs> really? It's official, it's apparently. Official. <laughs> Did you know that the recession officially ended in June of 2009? Did they have a ribbon-cutting ceremony for the uh, end of the official end of the? <laughs>
3: what? what a bunch of baloney! You
1: know, the the thing that
3: the, the most telltale sign that I could cite would be it's food stamps. Food stamps use right now is up to over 46 million people, Yeah, and that's been going up over the last uh, two years since the so-called recovery. So if we're having a recovery, why is it the the number of people on food stamps is growing?
2: (laughs) You know, it's what they define a recovery as.
1: Right, if there's a rec- right whatever that even means. The wage decline it says here has continued. This year wages slipped to another historic low of 50.5% of personal income in February. Another government effort, the social security payroll tax cut has lifted income in 2011. The temporary tax cut puts more money in workers' pockets and counts as an income boost even when wages stay the same. Look, it doesn't matter if you've got an income boost if it doesn't outstrip if your income boost doesn't outstrip inflation. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if the government pays here. As it says uh, later on, the Americans got an average of $7,427 in benefits each in 2010. It doesn't matter if the government hands you thousands of dollars because if they're increasing the money supply, then your thousands of dollars aren't worth what they were worth 30 years ago or 50 so, years ago. This is so typical. They or try even to, five. They
3: try to ride in as the saviors to fix a problem they created to begin with. Well, that's typical. Yeah, exactly. Typical.
1: It's what they do. They cause problems, and then they, uh, they never actually end up saving anything, Wayne. They, they ride in as the saviors. And they never admit
3: that they caused the problem.
1: Right. Well, they position themselves as the saviors, but it never ends up panning out for them. Usually, the government solutions cause more problems. It's typically how things go. So, anyway, just kind of interesting uh, statistics there that uh, more Americans today than ever before ever are receiving welfare benefits from the government some some form of benefit i yeah. mean welfare tends
2: to mean something specific but uh social security
1: medicare food stamps unemployment benefits and other government social programs right like it's, it. it's
2: this kind of amorphous term uh social safety net programs
1: and one of the real problems with this besides the fact that you've got dependency on the state and that having these programs makes it so that people don't really take as much responsibility for their their own lives and decisions. Disempowering and dehumanizing. Yeah, one of the one of the problems beyond that social aspect of this is that it also encourages people to believe in the government. It also uh, essentially creates a, a class of serf that is particularly obedient Docile. and particularly useful to the state because they will vote for more subsidies. They will vote to keep the subsidies going. They will vote for politicians who promise them more. Stuff. And Yeah, and if the politicians can successfully give enough people handouts and get them hooked on expecting that from the government, then they'll never lose a single election. I mean, the idea is that you're supposed to change things through the system, right? Like we tried to today. We tried to talk to the police, actually have a conversation with them. They don't want to talk to us. So sometimes when you try to change things through the system, the system puts up roadblocks and barriers and makes it next to impossible uh, to change things. And this is one of the ways that the system insulates itself from change, is it gets people hooked on it. It gets people – they get people hooked on their benefits and their system, and then uh, when the time comes for somebody like a Ron Paul or somebody who really seems to be a little more serious than the average politician about trying to change things within the system, they, they go down in flames in their election attempts because all the welfare people are coming out and voting. But a lot of other people like us, you know, we might be busy. We might not be able to go and vote because we're too busy working, (laughs) too busy working to pay all these awful taxes and to put food on uh, your family's table and to pay the bills. Whereas the welfare, the welfare recipients, people that are used to government money, a lot of them have plenty of time on their hands. Let's go out and they'll vote for for more government. They'll vote for the candidates that are advocating more government, which is why it's so incredibly difficult. One of the reasons, one of the many reasons why it's so incredibly difficult to see liberty advance in any given area, because the number of people who are of a liberty mindset and who are willing to actually do something barely exist in comparison to the number of people who are receiving a welfare benefit of some sort from the government and are willing to do something to ensure that. So most people until, just aren't willing yeah, to step up until the federal government does really collapse and then they're all going to
3: suffer because at, oh, some, yeah. at yeah. some point when this complex society of ours that's totally unsustainable collapses, the people who've been dependent are really going to suffer. And I feel for those people.
2: Right. People uh, really doubt when you say that, look, the United States economy is teetering on the brink of collapse. The U.S. empire is teetering and could collapse in our lifetimes. Well, they, oh, USA, God bless America. It can't happen here. Right, it just can't happen here. Yeah. Well, someone told us that Soviet last Union. week. Right, oh, it, it happened to the Soviet Union, it happened to the Roman Empire, it happened it, it's happened to every empire. There isn't an empire that existed that still exists, people. This is an empire, it's going to collapse. There uh Please, the, the people soon. the people at the top are siphoning off the wealth of this nation for their own uses. Yep. And yeah, if they throw some if they throw some pennies at the crowd, yeah, you know, you scoop them up. What do you care? But don't think it's going to happen forever.
1: Toll-free number is 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves, bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. It's free This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the Sekel CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. And we give you the features on the site, they're completely free. So head over and enjoy those on us. Uh, again, freetalklive.com. You can go and grab archives and listen live and do all kinds of stuff there. We'll give it all away. And it's brought to you by SACL CAI.
2: SACL CAI. They're a company that handles collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged off receivables. If your company needs to try something new in the area of accounts receivable, try SACL CAI. Big sponsor of Free Talk Live. The principal over there, Jason Osborne, big supporter of Liberty. Go check them out at freetalklive.com. Their banner is the top one on the right-hand side of the page. Record
1: numbers of people in America on government assistance of some sort. That's going to make it even more challenging to uh, to challenge the state, to reduce the role of the state in our lives when so many Americans are hooked on the state having a role in their lives, uh, according to USA Today's incredibly biased article where they're talking about how uh, there's no more economic problems. There's been a recovery for two years now. In fact, it was officially ended. The recession was ended officially. We wish these poor people would quit complaining. In 2009, they claim. And so they're saying here that uh, 18.3% of the nation's to- total personal income was a payment of some sort from the government. Let's go to your phone calls. You can bring up anything you'd like, of course. Uh, Linda is on the line listening in Indy to WXNT. Hello, Linda.
8: Hi there. Hi, Linda. Uh, yes. You are really putting down Social Security. I am 68 years old, started working for my father in his grocery store when I was five years old, had to stand on a box to weigh things. Uh, I was a car hop at 14 when I started paying Social Security, and I have worked every day since. I have been retired now for two years, and I'm not quite sure I understand why you think Social Security is a handout.
3: Well, you know, here's the problem. It is a handout in the sense that the Congress already spent all your money. Since the 80s, they've been spending the Social Security money in the general fund, and then they've they thrown they throw a bunch of IOU slips in a filing cabinet, and they're, and they're basically printing money to pay you. Now, I know you worked hard all your life, but wouldn't it make sense for you to have your own account savings account all this time, rather than giving the money to them, which they they squandered. I mean, this big pot of money, somebody's going to steal it if, if you form it.
8: But they have been collecting this on everything I've made.
2: But they've spent it. Right. Well, what you're saying here is that some thief stole some money from me, and now I want that thief to steal money from you and give it to me. That's what they call a Ponzi scheme. I'm not saying that the government doesn't owe you money. I think they do. I just don't think they own my labor, and I don't think they should be able to take that money from me to get it, because I am not confident that I will get it when I turn 68, and I'm not even interested in getting it when I turn 68.
3: Right now, Social Security and Medicare are about $114 trillion in the hole. That's how bad it is,
2: ma'am.
8: Well, I, you know, I'm sorry. I can go along with you but this is all i have as an yeah. income right sure, now. sure
2: sure i understand that. they owe it to you they owe it yeah, to you you paid into it but <laughs> do you understand you do understand that they aren't paying you they are stealing it from other people to give to you your grandchildren and and kids yeah. You and understand people who that, right? are still working hmm. those few people you do realize that correct? right the, the fat well, cats in washington are paying it
8: right um and I, also I kind of go understand where you're coming from i just It just kind of hit me when you said that uh, Medicare was like, well, like Medicaid, and I don't think it's anything like Medicaid.
1: Well, you know, I appreciate where you're coming from, and I understand what your concerns are, and I agree with Mark that they owe you, however... They are the government, and they don't owe you anything, actually, and, and from their perspective. Like, if they decided that they were going to stop paying you Social Security tomorrow for some reason, you would not be able to do anything to them. You wouldn't be able to sue them or anything like that. They have no obligation to provide you with this. So what may end up happening, and I would hate, hate to see this happen, especially to people like you who are, as you say, dependent uh, on this Social Security, if – or when the government continues to inflate the currency and you hit to a point of hyperinflation, there's a good chance that the Social Security payments will remain where they are. Like if you're getting $1,000 a month right now and then you know hyperinflation hits and all of a sudden $1,000 doesn't buy a loaf of bread – then in that case, you won't be getting a loaf of bread from them, even though you'll still be getting $1,000 per month in Social Security. And they won't owe you to adjust it for uh, the hyperinflation. They won't start giving you you know, a $1 million a month instead, just to keep up to oh, right. the inflation.
3: And back around 2003, yeah. they were actually questioning Alan Greenspan, who was head of the Federal Reserve at the time, about this. And he said that they can keep making the, the payments... Uh, with social security but they couldn't guarantee the purchasing power which is exactly what ian
1: just mentioned right so in that case you would be completely left out in the cold and they wouldn't do anything for you in, in that all the instance. foundations for hyperinflation are laid so Wayne, it's unfortunate well, it's, that people allowed themselves to get into a situation where they're expecting the government to take care of them wouldn't you like do you have do you have kids
8: uh i have two grown sons
1: Uh huh. two grown sons do they have kids no. Okay. Eventually they might. Uh, they might end up having uh, children. Wouldn't you like to see your, t- your kids or your grandkids set free from the clutches of Social Security and actually able to keep 15% more of their paychecks every single uh, pay period and take that and invest it and, and save it and give it away in the way they think is best rather than the federal government?
8: Yeah, I agree with you there. Good. I mean, had I been smart, you know, many years ago, I would have uh, put money back. You know, I guess my whole life I've thought, well, when I get older, (laughs) uh, I will collect Social Security. You thought you'd be
2: taken care of. Yeah, Social Security was effective during your life for all the uh, the older generations that got it. Uh, My wife's grandfather was 96 or something. I mean, he got Social Security longer than he worked. Uh, Wow. (laughs) So... I, I, another point, if you were able to keep that money
1: that you had earned, if you had not had that fifteen percent stolen from you, and that 's what it is it 's seven and a half percent is what you see on a paycheck, but there 's another seven and a half percent that 's behind the scenes that the company takes out before it even even makes it into the calculation of your paycheck. If you had been able to save that fifteen percent you 'd probably have a, a what, lot of million money. dollars in the yeah. in the bank or something like that and if you pass on or when you pass on, that would be money that you could then pass on to your heirs instead of it just going back into the government's general fund. Because right now, the, as you pointed out in the past, Mark, Social Security is actually set up to benefit um, rich white women over everybody else because they live longer, they...
2: Uh, what were some of the points you have made, Mark? They, they, no, uh, black people live, uh, don't live as long as white people do, generally. Uh, yeah. Women live longer than men. Rich people live longer than poor people. Right, so it benefits rich uh,
1: white women over everybody else, and so if a 65-year-old black man dies when he turns uh, 66, you know, he's barely gotten anything out of uh, Social Security, however much money he's paid in over his entire lifetime is then going to benefit, you know, the rich white woman or whoever else it is that lives longer than than he does rather than going to his kids or going to the the, the you know the, the charities that he likes so i'm right. glad you agree with us that social security should be abolished and i'm, I'm sorry to hear about uh, the dependence that they encouraged in you and i thank you for the call tonight at 800 259 it's sad that, that people think that way they think the government's going to be there to take care of them but what if they aren't Do you ever think about that? It's the government. They couldn't go anywhere. Nothing could happen to the government. They'll always have the power to tax. People tell themselves these stories about, you know, why the government is so reliable. I've got bonds. They're the
3: government. They're standing behind them. And the government's also been pursuing these Keynesian policies where they... They want to discourage savings, so they keep interest rates really low, so people can't save in a low-risk manner. So Mm -hmm. anybody who has a nest egg is forced to put it in really risky investments in the stock market in order to get a return, so they at least have money for retirement or they can maintain their wealth. And the whole system's screwed up. The the incentives are wrong, and when Social Security was first uh, formed... The ratio of of recipients to payees was much more favorable than it is today. Uh, The number of payees is actually shrinking while the number of recipients is growing. And, and of course, they've spent all the money anyway. So we're in trouble. I mean, a lot
1: of people are in trouble. But if you're going to save it at all, the people that are dependent on, on now that are older need to be paid. Phone number is 800-259-9231. I like Harry Brown's plan from uh, the year two thousand. Libertarian presidential candidate to sell off all of the government property mm-hmm. and uh, all the government buildings and everything. Sell it all off and Give then use some payment to the, use uh, right. Use that money to pay off the social people that are expecting money from the government yeah. and dissolve the feds they need to be taken
2: care of We're coming up. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 90 talk radio stations from coast to coast. We've been named Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation, thrice. And five times the best political podcast from podcastawards.com. You can have access to our 90-plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for less than $1,000 a month. Contact me, Mark, at (laughs) freetalklive.com.
1: This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up what you want. Just dial in toll-free, take control of these airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site there for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com, and if you enjoy this program... And you want to help support Free Talk Live, become an amplifier. Amp stands for advertise, market, and promote. And the idea is you send in 3 bucks a month to Free Talk Live with any major credit card through PayPal or Visa or MasterCard right through our website. And Free Talk Live takes that money in and reinvests it into the show, get on more radio stations around the country, and bring more internet listeners on board as well. So go to amp.freetalklive.com to get signed up. That's amp.freetalklive.com. You'll get perks, too, like access to the AMP-only call-in line, see AMP-only uh, forum, as well as a podcast and more. Go get the details and get on board at amp.freetalklive.com. We're right back to your phone calls. We go to Don, listening in indie to WXNT. Hello, Don. Don.
9: Hi, how are you? Hey,
10: great.
1: What's on your mind tonight?
10: Uh, I was just uh, listening to your, your, your uh, premise on the Social Security thing, and I, I just had a question to ask. Sure. Uh now, since there are payroll deductions for Social Security, um, and I've heard somewhere, I read somewhere, I can't tell you exactly, but uh, it seems to me the Social Security is pretty much solvent every year. It's just that the government is taking the money, like you say, and, and putting IOUs into it. So it would seem to me that if the government stopped using the money in the Social Security, okay, that Social Security would pretty much pay for itself. I'm not sure... I'm not just not sure that the intent of Social Security was to 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 pay uh, rich old white men when they got they were uh,
11: they were able to retire.
1: It
2: probably wasn't the and, intent, but, but that is the statistics. It's I mean, the that's, results. That's the reality. Is that uh, you know, the unfortunately,
11: no, it's just a statistic. That's just a statistic
10: that that rich white men live longer than women. poor white men and, actually, poor, and poor blacks.
2: Yeah, actually, it's, white, it's true. White right? women, right? It yes. is. It's a statistic. And white women, right? And that's a reality because it's a statistic, right? Right. right so so that so that 's true, and it may not have been designed that way it 's just the way it 's working out and I think that it would be fair for an individual we 're not talking about the aggregate of people here it 's fair for an individual to be able to decide where the money that they worked for in their life should go after their death. Should it go to their heirs? Okay. should it go All to right. now
10: now, most uh, polls will tell you that people don 't want americans don 't want it doesn 't give an age group, but most polls say that Americans don't want people to, to touch Social Security and Medicare or Medicaid. So, you know, I understand this, this, this democracy that we've got going on here ain't working very well uh, right now either, uh, but had it not been for some type of government... Do you not think that we would probably still have slavery, women's suffrage? And Absolutely a lot of not. Things. Slavery
1: was ended around yes. the world, uh, in spite of the fact that uh, governments existed. Uh, slavery was ended in most places and a lot of places without violence, and <laughs> it was the government here, been, sir, that actually. Been, in,
10: no, 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 no. It has not been slavery. There are still people living in slavery today. That's true. Okay, which has nothing to do. Which has nothing to do with actually with governments. Okay? In the places now, where slavery know, was the, ended, we know, however, but we know we know in the United States that that government ended slavery. Okay, so no sir. Well, let, let me, me jump in they, you before they, you we'll go make,
2: any farther. I got to jump in on this one. Government didn't sure. end slavery. Government created a new slavery. We are all slaves. The government uh, owns no, now your now, wealth. Wait, wait, circles. let me finish my we're statement. Let me back now. up my premise here before you jump in. Let physical me, slavery. Wait, physical slavery, okay, yes. If you go work, ahead. they go will ahead. take a portion of your labor. What do you think that makes you?
10: But what does it make you? It doesn't make it me makes anything. Me it, makes, it means that I'm paying it means that I am paying taxes, okay, and supporting a society that I may not agree with everything. That the society or the government agrees with, okay? You could
1: call it what you
10: want. Hey, master to argue took care.
1: You know, that's you could. You might as well just be somebody who is in the 1800s saying, "Hey, master takes good care of us. I mean, master feeds us, master clothes no, I'm us." No,
10: I'm really, I'm really the wrong person to start talking about master about. Well, but, but whatever, dude. It, it,
1: look, but, but, but basically, you can like tell, you're telling yourself a story that's ex- no, no, you're no, explaining no, no, to no. yourself you're why so, you're not a slave, no, 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 and the no, people no, who are the most hopelessly.
10: I'm not agreeing or disagreeing with you what i'm what well, we're why doing don't is we're arguing you do you have an opinion? Point, okay yes i have an opinion okay I have so an what opinion. is somebody no who is
2: excuse I'm me no don more a
10: slave than you are
2: don I, and i'm okay. telling you i'm a slave
10: well okay well i'm i'm not i'm not one i don't i don't feel cool, that man. I am try a slave. not paying taxes but if you here, don't, if you think you're free
2: if you think you're free no, don't no, don't if, pay taxes and walk down the street well, with a joint you, in your mouth well, if
10: you and if you don't agree with the government
2: don't you pay taxes I just <laughs> are you paying taxes? I pay as few as I possibly can I claimed I claimed that I'm a slave you. right thank you Thank you. What did I claim is, to you? you know I am you know petrified, you know what? dude. What? I'm scared listen, to death listen, that they'll break listen, up my family. Listen, they'll throw the me in Panther prison. Party, that they'll the send my Panther kid party. to a foster home. He's I'm scared so.
1: to death of these people. He's not, he's not listening. He didn't hear a word you said.
10: People are willing to, to die for what
2: they believe in. If you don't want to pay taxes, don't pay them. I am willing to live for my kid. That's what concerns me. I'm petrified of these people. Hey, if you want to walk off the plantation, walk off the plantation. Nothing'll
1: happen to you,
10: right? I don't know I don't know what a plant did you own a plantation?
1: No, sir. I don't even know what you're, where you're going with that question. Maybe
12: I'll work for it.
10: If you own a plantation, maybe I'll work for it.
1: Sir, you are gone off you've gone off the rails here.
10: We know you said you, you bought up plantation, sir. Don. Okay. I don't. I look. If you don't like government, that's fine. I don't. That's no, not it's not. I, that's I, great. I I'm glad you think that. it's fine. But they will put us in a cage, sir.
1: They will put us in a cage and subject us to but torturous if, conditions. If, if you
10: believe, if you believe in what you believe in, you're willing to go to jail for it. Oh, I am. Okay. Oh, I am. Many people have. I have gone I to jail, sir. The Black Panther. I witnessed the Panther Party exterminated by J. Edgar Hoover because of a belief that they had mm-hmm. it's what they if you believe in it you'll go to jail Stop i have gone to
1: jail, to jail don and i'll probably well, go, go to jail again at some point okay but and, and I, and wait I a, a minute you Sir, you, hold if on. You i'm glad mean. that we agree on this don so then would you agree that everyone is a slave no no
10: no slavery is a
1: state of mind okay if i'm willing to pay
10: taxes
4: that's great i can think slave, free no doubt i can think I'm willing, free i'm a free thinking willing, slave
10: if i'm willing to pay taxes i if, just like i was willing to put my life on the line just like the house
2: slave was to willing to do, do right, whatever master you're said you're free to do right whatever to you're told what to do you want to say you are you're right
1: you're with, free to do I whatever you're told to country
10: do. i served this country in the, in the military i'm sorry to hear that i'm sorry to hear that don you served a bunch of politicians yeah, you didn't serve me. You,
1: you were serving politicians and I'm, In the military. I'm
2: sorry for you. But go ahead. Go ahead. Let me, let me, you served let me, a let bunch of part. politicians. You didn't serve this country.
1: You served the United States federal government in its interest, not my interest. You didn't serve me, so it's not anything that I can really appreciate.
10: Well, if I didn't serve you, then that's fine. And I look, Don, Don, I'm glad that you agree. (laughs) I'm I'm glad that we agree that you can be
1: free in your mind. There's no doubt about it. I am a a free person in my mind. But in reality, Don, can I I speak a a sentence through to you, sir? In reality, when
10: when you didn't pay taxes, were you free?
1: When I didn't didn't pay pay taxes, taxes. I'm never free, sir, because there's always some group of men or women. Don, I'm never free because there's always America, some group of men well, or women calling themselves <laughs> right. government. I can't America, even, I can't well, even can't get, can't get through a sentence. It, right? I
2: know. That's, what, that's what I was, how I was feeling. Okay, go Don, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I
1: am never free in reality okay. because there's always a group of men and women calling themselves government that are demanding my money and my obedience, sir. Therefore, so I am a slave in reality, even though I am free in my mind. Okay, so
10: what is your ideal of, a, of an ideal society?
2: People leaving each other alone and allowing... No hitting, p- no punching, no tasering, no threatening. No, no that's I, it.
10: That's, that's, that's neither here nor there. But anyway... What? what, so what are,
3: that's all government's that's your, got. It means, it means people interacting on a consensual basis rather than using threats uh-huh. of violence to compel people to do things to solve problems.
1: Okay. Now, right. I, I want the end of slavery. I, I want don't want the end rape. Of I want making love. <laughs> I want abolition. The abolition is the ideal society. Getting rid of an institutionalization of violence, the violent monopoly okay. known as government. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, and I realize you don't want to agree with this because you like the no, idea of a government. No, no, that's not, uh, that's not it. Did, but the really slaver, slavery it never left, you? man. It you just, just changed there. forms, that's dude. Right. It, it just, just well, changed.
10: If you, if, you feel, if you feel you're in slavery, that's your freedom to believe that.
1: Okay. and it's your and freedom to tell yourself I'm, a story about how you're that not and, enslaved.
10: And, 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 that's, and, that's, and that's my You fantasy, just keep living okay? in this little
1: fantasy. Thank <laughs> yeah, you, Don, that, for the call tonight. Yes, I appreciate Don. it. You keep living in your fantasy of how it is you're not a slave, and then you just keep paying whatever it is they demand you to pay, and you can keep telling yourself a story about how it's all okay because you're just paying for society. Sure, you don't agree with what a lot of the things that they do, but hey, this is the price we pay to live what in society. And happens,
3: what happens if you disagree with something they're doing Don probably does. There's probably something the government does he disagrees with. Of course. What if he decides he's not going to pay that portion of his taxes? Even though he pays taxes, what happens if he doesn't pay oh, that he would portion? never do that. Well, let's just say he does. What's going to happen in, in a few months? He's going to get a letter. That's right. That he didn't pay it all. And eventually, they're going to, men with guns are going to come to his house and take him away if he That's keeps right. saying no. But he's not going to do that because he doesn't want that to happen. And the other thing that... But you know what really chaps me a little bit is that when, when you start talking about um, government... The people have to bring up slavery. You know, it's one of those smear words that, that Thomas Woods talks about. Slavery! Did you ever see the video he did? Uh, d- uh, the zombie. W- video. The interview with a zombie. Mm. It's one of the typical statist
1: arguments. 1-800-259-9231. That's the Sakel CAI toll-free line. Hour number three is coming up. Obviously, we aren't enslaved in the same manner as people were over 100-plus years ago, but it's still slavery nonetheless. Yeah. It's Free Talk Live.
4: How long can you hold your breath? Not long.
1: Live, and you can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at FreeTalkLive.com. We give you the features on the site there for free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, Once again, that's FreeTalkLive.com. And joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Wayne. And Mark. So before we continue, we will, of course, take your phone calls on uh, whatever you would like. I I think guys, there are a few more thoughts I'd like to share regarding the slavery issue. What For
2: was the th- last was caller's name? I'm sorry. Don was Dawn. on the
1: line listening
2: in Indy. It and- seemed like a very nice man, and he'd be somebody that I'd love to sit and have a cup of coffee with. Yeah. I'd like to have spent more time with him. I really didn't feel like there was a great communication going on. No, there
1: was a lot of interrupting happening. Clearly, if you were sitting and having coffee with him, there wouldn't be, uh, you know, he wouldn't and we wouldn't interrupt one another uh, in the same way that, uh, that we were. But passions were flaring. And of course they were. We were talking about something that's very unpopular, talking about the idea that slavery never really left after the Civil War that it just simply changed forms to a more subtle version of enslavement.
2: Right. And, and let's let's also expand the definition of slavery to its reality. The fact is ever since the agrarian revolution occurred 5000 years ago, people have basically owned other people and it's quite possible it occurred before that it's it's really difficult to know all the tribal situations and and things like that so slavery isn't a black and white issue slavery is a human issue Mm -hmm. everybody in america everybody in the world is descended from slaves there are very very few people that are not descendants of slaves and more importantly or at least as importantly descendants from masters the fact is um, you know, now in America, you're all slaves and you're all masters to some extent because it's sort of the 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 body, the democratic body gets to dictate to some extent what the individual does. That doesn't make it right. Benjamin Franklin's uh, quote that democracy is two wolves and a sheep voting on what's for dinner. It's just as relevant today as it has ever been. Mm-hmm. So there are a couple of uh, useful quotes that uh, one of our producers
1: sent me during the news break there and I wanted to share them. Because the suggestion, of course, whenever we talk about this, whenever we talk about the idea that human beings, for the most part, with the exception of some of the masters, uh, are slaves and are enslaved to the idea of uh, to whatever the government wants. To their uh, demanding obedience of you, demanding money, uh, essentially your labor from you, the value of your labor from you. And so whenever that is brought up, people will object strenuously and they will say, well, this is an insult. You know, this is not real. This is not slavery. This has nothing to do with uh, slavery. And, of course, they're thinking of chattel slavery yeah. from the they're thinking
2: know, the, of, uh, you know, unfortunately, ethnic people, mostly black people in the United States living in shacks, wearing rags, having to pick cotton at the end of a whip. Right. And clearly that's not happening today. Right. It's in the not United States, overt. you don't actually have to work. Right. But that's part of the
3: enslavement. But there is chattel slavery in other parts of the world. But it's we're sure. talking about the United States. And, and so a lot of people like to think that we're more civilized now and, and that we, we treat It's a more minorities. civilized
2: form of fr- slavery. Yeah, absolutely. I'll agree. Yeah, it, yeah. it is. Well, it's, it's, it's a, but it's a more effective form of slavery. If the slaves don't know that they're enslaved, my goodness, how great of a system do you, you have? And if they think they have a stake in the
1: system, if they think they own stuff when they really don't, why did the masters not educate their slaves back in the day? Back in the day of chattel slavery. Because they wouldn't want them to be too educated. Educated people are dangerous. Indeed. They might realize what's going on. They might realize that uh, that they are indeed enslaved. And here are a couple of quotes for you. Frederick Douglass. Heard that name before? Mm-hmm. Frederick, Frederick Douglass? Yep. Uh, he said, I didn't know I was a slave until I found out I couldn't do things I wanted. Harriet Tubman. You know who that is? Yeah, Mary Tubman, Underground Railroad, mm-hmm. helped free a bunch of slaves. She said, "Quote: I freed a thousand slaves. I could have freed a thousand more if only they knew they were slaves." Oh, Miss Tubman, no, everything, you know, we're not enslaved here. This is just the price we pay to be able to live on master's property. He takes care of us, gives us food and gives us clothes and a place to sleep. And he doesn't this beat us very often. This isn't slavery. We're just here, and this is what we're doing. This is this is society. This is the price we pay to live in society. Mm. It's sad. The excuses it haven't was sad changed,
2: then and it's sad now. It's <laughs> Stockholm
3: syndrome, really. What's that, Wayne? It's when you you're you're um, kidnapped by somebody, for example, and you start to identify with your captor and
1: and actually like being a captive. Right, even though he's still holding you a gunpoint or whatever. Right? Yes. You start identifying and and agreeing with uh, the captors.
2: Yeah. And to some extent, a large extent, I think that the uh, the flag in America and the symbols of patriotism that this country are sort of built around freedom and things like that have been have become synonymous with its government. Mm -hmm. Its government, which is far reaching around the world, uh, you know, invasive empire, that's government that's invasive in your life and in every aspect of your life. That's not America. That's the United States government. It's a different thing. America is its people. So if it's the case, as Harriet Tubman's quote
1: here suggests, if it's the case that back in the days of chattel slavery, that there were thousands and thousands of slaves that had no idea that they were slaves, and what we're saying here today is that slavery still exists, it's just more subtle, couldn't it be true that you are a slave and you don't realize it? Well, if you're paying over
3: half of your 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 fruits of your labor to what if it's only ten percent? Well, then you're ten percent slave.
1: Well, I think you're all slave because if you don't pay the ten percent, then they put you in a cage.
3: They take you away completely. Yeah, you're right.
1: And if you don't, and even if you aren't paying the tax, even if you get away with like not paying taxes, if you don't obey master's diktats, if you know, master says you can't have a basketball hoop at the end of your driveway and comes by like they did in Delaware recently and took basketball hoops from people's driveways which they'd had there for years then uh, you know you can't do anything about that because if you get in the way of the men that are coming to take the basketball
2: hoop, they're going to put you in the back of a police car and take you to a cage you know, Basketball hoops, it's hard to make a good motivating argument around basketball hoops, but think about for a second the tax forms that most Americans that are listening to this fill out out every year i mean the constitution says in the 16th amendment that or not 16th amendment 14th amendment the one that freed the slaves um i think it was the 14th that said that there shall be no involuntary servitude Mm. are you telling telling me that you you are not required to fill out your tax forms at the pain of, of imprisonment
1: tell that to wesley snipes well, I guess he did fill out his forms. That's
2: probably one of the issues is he filled out forms. You've got to fill out the forms. If you don't fill out the well, forms, you, I'm just telling you, yeah. the threat is, okay, you don't have to. They'll just put you in freaking jail That's if they the feel threat. like it. That's the threat, right? Okay? If they feel like it. and They, they haven't do. done that and to they me do yet.
3: Per, they do put a percentage
1: of people in jail just to scare off all Small the Small percentage. percentage.
3: Yeah. They do. They go right. after a certain percentage,
1: and the threat is that they'll steal my house because I do pay property taxes here in Keene, New Hampshire. And the threat is that they will steal my house, but they don't want you to believe that. They don't want you to think that they, that that's going to happen. They they just want to intimidate you into. They they want to act like they would. No, we would never take someone's home, but they would, and that's what their plan is, and that's what the law says. The only real question is when are people going to stop? When are people are going to who realize that
2: they're slaves going to stand up and and refuse to uh, to obey? It's a scary, scary prospect. It's like you're standing in front of Morpheus in the uh, in the Matrix, and he's offering you the red pill or the blue pill. You if with the blue pill, you get to say, I think it's the uh, blue pill. I don't know. Yeah. I never remember which. The one. red pill
1: takes you into the uh, takes right. you out of the Matrix. The, yes. the, the,
2: if you take the blue pill, you get to stay in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. You get to stay in the world where I'm not a slave. Hey, everything everything's fine it's where, we where the caller society. was living yeah and yeah. and that's fine it's fine i mean i right. think you should live in a happy world but i think you should also address reality and that's what the red pill gives you the mm-hmm. red pill gives you that reality and if you don't want it fine fine but you no know, doubt right? i'm
1: not trying to con- i'm not
2: tr- i don't care don't if you expect take the pill. me to bend my reality to your fantasy yeah your fantasy is that i pay taxes because i want to pay taxes Fine and dandy, man. Yeah, the government does things that I don't want them to do with my taxes, but I want to pay them my taxes so they can
1: do stuff I don't want them to do. The house slave wanted to work inside the house, too, because, you know, it's nicer.
2: beats the heck out of working outside. Yeah.
3: Very, very clever system of slavery we have today, though, because it does uh, give people the illusion that they're free.
2: That's right. I think that when you use these chattel slavery analogies, the house slave, the uh, plantation, I think you're really setting up uh, problems, Ian, because... Are they inaccurate in any way, shape, or form? I'm just... they're loaded.
1: You understand? I I intend them to be loaded. This is a serious issue. And what they did back then to people was horrible, and what they're doing today is even more insidious. Because it's much, it's much larger. It's much, much wider. Per,
3: yeah, it's much more pervasive The now.
1: plantation is all over the place. Oh, yeah, you can leave if you don't like it. Well, great. I get to go to another plantation with a new set of masters. Or go to another
3: country. You still have to pay up to 85, uh, up to $85,000. is still taxable to the
1: U.S. There's more coming up here at 800 259 You can take control of the airwaves and bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live.
6: Hunting, Hunting, shooting, shooting, camping, camping, apparel, apparel, auto auto ATV, tactical tactical gear, survival survival equipment. equipment. OutdoorBunker.com is your one-stop discount shop for all your outdoor survival needs. From scopes, holsters, and knives to backpacks, flashlights, sleeping bags, and more, OutdoorBunker.com features a massive selection at incredible prices. Orders over $100 get free shipping. FTL listeners, get the UTG Deluxe Universal Horizontal Shoulder Holster for only $9.95. I've got mine. Get yours at OutdoorBunker.com slash FTL now.
1: This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231, and join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there completely free, so enjoy those, including our wiki. You can go and uh, edit virtually anything there. It's like a listener-editable version of our website with over 2,000 pages created by listeners just
2: like you, wikiwiki.freetalklive.com. Have you ever been the victim of injustice, then decided to do nothing about it because attorneys are just too expensive? Jurisdictionary.com is a course for people who don't have attorneys. It arms you with the information on how to use the court's rules. Until you know these rules, you're fighting in the dark. It works for plaintiffs or defendants in civil or criminal matters in state and federal courts. It costs less than an hour with any good attorney, and its uh, 4 CD course is so easy, the average eighth grader could learn from it. Uh, You could learn the whole thing in a weekend. Visit Jurisdictionary.com and download the free tools that they have there for you. free legal flowchart, the free weekly tips and tap tactics newsletter. Use the free legal dictionary. Watch the free videos. Then, buy the course. com. Remember to use the Free Talk Live pull-down menu when you check out just to let them know where you heard it. Jurisdictionary.com.
1: All right, so 800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. We go to your phone calls and talk to Bob, listening in Norfolk to WTAR. Hello, Bob. Hello hey Bob, what's on your mind tonight?
5: Hi sir Good evening, yeah, hey, first, let me say uh, I'm, i you know I'm a conservative guy and I understand what you're saying. I'm not a big government guy, and I think there's an argument to be made about the slavery and we're slaves to the government and whatnot. but you know the um the gentleman that called previous to me uh when he said that he served and he served the country in the military and one of you said, well, you didn't serve me, you served the government, or you served the federal government. I really take exception. Yeah, you served politicians. I really have to take exception to that, and here's why I tell you do. Well, yeah, and, and here's why. Because if you think that that gentleman, and I'm a 20-plus year uh, veteran myself, and I've been uh, overseas, been in combat the whole nine yards, and I've lived in the Middle East for uh, quite a while. I'm glad but you survived. You that that,
3: yeah, me too. Well, thank
5: you. But, but if you think that that gentleman didn't serve you, or guys like me and him did not serve you and others in this country, then uh, you're wrong. And well, I'll tell I, you why.
2: Okay, so well, you, can't me, make a, you, gotta tell, you can tell me why. You can't tell me I'm wrong. <laughs>
5: uh, well, okay, in my opinion, you're wrong.
2: All right, well. So
5: let me rephrase it. Okay, and let me tell you why I think that way. If it was not for that gentleman and other folks in the military that you say are serving the federal government and politicians, you would not maybe even be on the radio right now. <laughs> you, know, you may be a real. You may you may be a real slave right now. Well, the growth of the military-industrial
3: complex is destroying our freedoms. But you know, I, I don't well, think. I, I think that we. Uh, I can personally say that I support your intention to protect the American people and to protect our freedoms. But in reality, do you really think you're doing that?
5: I think. Well, let me get to the government point now. The government and us being slaves to the government. If if that's true, and there's a certain amount of truth to that. I blame the voters, and I blame the people of America. You know, we have a representative government, we have the freedoms and the right to vote, and if this is the type of government that we're satisfied with and we vote into power, then we... Have to you know uh, uh, accept the consequences you know, when of that? The, uh,
2: when the Bush TARP uh, bailout came through in the, I think it was the end of 2008 um, when it occurred, uh, the Americans called in in mass to Congress. Uh, one congressman said that 50 percent of voters said no, and the other 50 percent said hell no. Another one said that 99 percent of people said no. Um, so the American people spoke to their politicians, but they went ahead and passed this. Bit of socialism, anyway. In the same, with now the let the me jump back bill. to the military-industrial complex real quick. Are you aware in two thousand and five during a cur- Hurricane at Katrina that uh, homeland or the Homeland Security or the I, I guess we should say National Guard troops were going through house to house confiscating weapons from Americans at gunpoint? Um, they were also the um, there were there were different police organizations doing the same thing that the military and police were confiscating guns from Americans, and uh, there was actually an interview with one of these. Uh, Fellas from uh, the National Guards and asked if he would fire on Americans. He said, I, I guess I would, you know, if I was ordered to.
5: Well, I mean, you know, that's a, that's a, it's kind of an isolated, maybe that's an isolated uh, encounter or incident, but. So tell but me the war I,
2: I, in the last six decades that has helped make me free.
5: The war in the last six decades? Yeah. So, how about World War II?
2: That's not in the last six decades, but um, if you, to talk about, if you want to talk we about...
5: If you to, to Wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. Wait, okay, so you, you... How about the Korean War?
2: Um, I don't see how the Korean War made me free. It, was, right, Korea, we'll was North Sir? Korea going to invade the United States?
5: No. Okay. No. But but you're you're well aware you're well aware you're well aware of the containment policy. I am aware well of the containment aware.
2: policy, and okay. I think that I think that in fact the the military industrial complex grew the might of the Soviet Union and communism around the world by standing against it. Let's not forget the United States government funded communism. It didn't let its collapsed uh, social and economic right. programs collapse upon What's, itself. It yeah, in fact okay. funded that crap.
5: Okay, fine. Okay, good point. But let's say this then. Let's talk about current day. Let's talk about today. You you just said, wait,
2: no, I refuse. You told me I'm wrong, and I told you, and I busted you on this, and I want an apology.
5: What? No, no. I think, as a matter of fact, I think you are that gentleman that called an apology. I'm sorry.
2: I'm not free about... because I am not free because of any war that's been fought. I refuse to even believe that the Pacific theater of World War II uh, is, in fact, a, a righteous war. But right. I do understand what? that it's a much more difficult conversation to have, and it's going to be what? an hour-long conversation.
5: No. no, no, wait a minute. What about this past 10 years and the war on
2: terrorism? You don't think that that's what people keep this way? <laughs> The war on terror. Huh? Uh, the government... Well, created that crap.
1: You've got to be kidding me, Bob. The war on terror is one of the so-called war on terror is one of the biggest destructions of liberty in this country. It is right. the, the huge excuse. I can't carry government... a water bottle on a plane. You're telling me I'm free? It's ludicrous. I mean, come on. You Again, we're talking about people here pulling the wool over their own eyes. You're telling yourself a story, Bob, American's about freedoms how... have disappeared over right. this. Right. You're telling yourself I, I, a story about how it is that you, f- f- the, you fought um, for freedom, and that's because you, you would feel bad to know that what you did was you fought for tyranny. No,
5: no, I'm, I, you know, what? I'm, I'm pretty open-minded enough to look at things from all angles. Okay, Bob,
3: I'll tell, here, I'll tell you what. Here, <laughs> go look this up online. General Smedley Butler. He wrote a book called "War Is a Racket." After World War One, go read, read the book. It's on free. It's online.
2: And Two-time come back to Medal of Honor winner. So, what yes. so, what's your solution?
5: Okay, what, what is your solution then? Should we just not? fight these wars, not be in the war. Bring every troop
2: out of every foreign um, nation, put them back in the United States, put them to work in the economy. And you know, I tell you, I played sports for many years, and I know I know the difference
3: between sh- offense and defense, Bob. And you know. I know look but
5: should we have a national defense against, against enemies? Should sure. we have
3: that? Yeah. What about Switzerland? They don't go invading other countries.
2: Every household has a rifle. They defend themselves. Your defense exists uh-huh. inside your national boundaries. A defense does not exist outside of national boundaries. Fair we call sir, that sir, offense. Saying-
5: yeah, so you're saying we shouldn't have a standing army, we should just have people that are I didn't armies? say that, I however, say that. Yes. I did not yeah. say that,
2: but I think that the first step is to bring them back in. I think that there are arguments to uh, be made against standing armies, just like the Founding Fathers did. I suppose you can call them cowards if you'd like. I'd
1: prefer, Jeff, uh, no, Jeff, uh, Bob. Bob, thank you, by the way, Bob, for the call. I appreciate hearing from you. Yeah, I would prefer to not have a standing army because I'm not interested in creating war. And I, I don't think that, and I agree with, I think it was Thomas Jefferson, I think, that uh, spoke out and James firmly Madison. against standing armies. They understood that uh, standing armies would be used for things that armies are used for, like going around the world and killing people. And I'm not interested in that. And if you want to have a little peaceful defense force, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Just don't force me to pay for it. Militias are constitutional. Yes. Don't force me to pay for it. That's all. You can Who's have whatever in this country anyway. You, exactly. Canada, you, big red horde. More coming up at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. This is free talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll free at 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line, 1 800. 259-9231, 259 apparently it's a night for people living under delusions to call in and explain to us how it is that we're not actually in point-of-fact slaves and how it is the U.S. military going around the world killing people uh, is somehow protecting and making enemies freedom. Uh, so not making
2: enemies. It's, it's, it's endearing the, the, the families of dead people to the United States. But they're not I, killing people. They're delivering flowers all around the world. I'm glad these guys called in because this is what a lot of people in the United States think. and These oh, yeah. guys are just brave enough. To do something about it, eh, you know, and you mean to call in, yeah, mm-hmm. to do, well, to call in and to yeah. discuss it, uh, you, you know, you just don't, you don't just take somebody at their word first time. I mean, you, you've got to flesh these things out. I'm glad these guys have called in. I, I'm not going to vilify them or anything like that. No, but, no. you know, when, they're just when mistaken, the, when that's the all. truth's presented, it's uh, it's going to be dif- it's difficult to unlearn. It is, however, relatively easy to sort of block it out. No, 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 no. Your mind your mind does that, mm-hmm. especially
1: cognitive dissonance. Yeah, The, the, the older called.
2: you get, the more you're set into your ways as to the way you believe, it especially if you me, actually went and worked in the military. It took me. Years years and i i would have joined if i had the op if i would have been able to do it at a certain point in my life i would have joined and um you know my mother encouraged me to go in they get mm-hmm. such great benefits and stuff like that uh, you know i mean th- those things are true the government gives pretty good benefits to its uh its, its minions
1: well right i mean the uh, the, the masters uh, treated the people that were there, the the people that were running the horses with the whips uh pretty well you know in comparison to the slaves i think that the many of them were slaves Many of the people that were the, the taskmasters? Yes. Yeah, but they were treated probably a little bit better, sure they think. Sure they were. Yeah, exactly. So 800 uh, 259 we continue here with your phone calls. Jeff is in Colorado. Jeff, you're on Free Talk Live. Jeff in Colorado, going once. Jeff in Colorado, going twice. Hey. hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff.
13: Okay, how are you doing
1: tonight? Great, what's on your mind?
13: Hey, just an FYI, the correct pronunciation of that town you referred to in New Hampshire is aware, not weir, oh, not weird. I know it's... But yeah, just so you know, where uh,
1: New Hampshire? Okay, where?
13: Yep. Uh, And I also know a uh, a former police officer in their town, so I think the discussion was interesting. The uh, are you fellows? You say your fellows are, are associated with the Free Staters?
2: You bet. With cider, uh, yeah. the Free State Project. We all
1: moved here to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Some of,
2: some of them would love to disavow us.
1: Meaning that there are thousands of like-minded <laughs> liberty-oriented people all converging here in New Hampshire. Almost a thousand have officially made uh, are officially here in state as part of the Free State Project, and over ten thousand seven hundred are signed to make the move.
13: Yeah, very aware of it, and that project is the main reason we moved out of the town of Grafton. Three years
2: ago. Really? What do you mean? Tell us what happened.
13: What are your plans there right now? You tell me first.
1: My plans? Well, I'm here uh, doing a radio show six nights a week.
13: The Free State what are your intentions? What, what's the intent of the, of the program? Well,
1: uh, the Free State Project's intent is to move as many liberty-loving people to New Hampshire as possible. And then what those folks do when they get here is entirely up to them. So we've seen people getting involved in politics. We've seen people doing civil disobedience and non-cooperation, creating media, and uh, a number of other things. Are they buying
13: property? Of course some, they're buying some property. Some people are,
1: those that can afford to buy property. What I do, have. What do some. people do when
2: they move someplace?
1: It's yeah, a do they rent.
13: It's going to do to these small towns such as Grafton and the present uh, property owners there and the value of their property.
2: If people are buying property, demand rises, so therefore prices will rise. Really? Of course. Well, the property... I'll tell you
13: what be ready for a barrage of phone calls from the town of Grafton uh, because that's not what's going to be going on, and you know darn well. Well, that's just and a projection.
3: You... you know, real estate values no are plummeting all over no the country.
13: Don't waste don't waste the radio airtime, okay.
2: What are you talking about? Uh, Why would people? I don't understand even what you're accusing people of. What are you saying that people moving into the state of New Hampshire is going to diminish property values?
3: Yeah, that's what he's saying. Jeff, did
1: you hang up?
2: He did.
3: Yeah. All right. So that's absurd. So he's out in Colorado now.
2: There was there, there were concerns with um, early on. I love it when in, state
1: is leave New Hampshire. In Grafton,
2: in Grafton. But you know that I, I, none of those things have uh, none of the fears of anybody has ever come to fruition. There, people talked. Oh my God, they're going to open brothels. They haven't opened anything in Grafton. There's a conven There's a there's a general store there. That's not the free Staters though. That's just that was already there. No, I mean, that's nothing. Free Staters have opened nothing um,
1: in in yeah, They're just really. living there.
3: Yeah, what, yeah they're that. just
1: living there, minding their own business, and they want to be left alone. Right. What's wrong with that? Yeah. You know, what exactly. he's referring to is this Free Town Project, which was some website that some guy uh, put up years and years ago. Troll. More <laughs> than three years ago, actually. And, uh, yeah, he's never moved to New Hampshire. He's, right. I don't know if he's actually going it to New Sounds like this guy
2: happened to move out of Grafton
1: to right. Colorado. And some people kind of got all upset about this. Uh, one website, and they believed that one guy putting up one website was somehow exactly what the Free State Project was all about. And, of course, it's just some guy. I think he's actually been kicked out of the Free State Project was, or yes. something like that. He's in Texas well, now, I hear. We're talking about ancient history here as far as uh, everything is concerned. Right. And, and if a Free guy State with Project a website to- scared you away from your town, then whatever. But you know, people
3: who love freedom who come to New Hampshire, they're only going to stimulate the the housing market, like you were
2: saying, and stimulate the economy. It doesn't mean the prices will actually go up because, as you were saying, uh, uh, there are all kinds of factors. Well, states could leave housing markets. uh, The housing market is on its way down, still on a slow slide into oblivion. But the fact is that if demand increases, price. Prices tend to increase. It presumes so, that demand will increase. I mean, there may be people that leave New
1: Hampshire as a result of the Free State Project. We've may. seen this Jeff left apparently, and I don't know uh, if
2: the Jeff is a statist. He may have been scared by whatever was going on there. I don't. I don't even he's know. A
1: coward then, whatever he is. Well, so
3: that's
2: name uh, calling. There's no point in it. Well, he could okay.
3: have gone to a different town, in New Hampshire. I was, I suppose. Why did he leave and go
1: to? to Colorado right I and mean, we had other reasons right the, the idea that the free State project is this sort of monolithic entity that has right. control over everybody <laughs> that's that is uh, is a part of it is part of this conspiracy theory that is fostered by people like Pam Martins who's an author over at counterpunch.org she left uh, New Hampshire allegedly because she was frustrated with the free Staters coming in here now you've got newspaper articles in mainstream media blaming uh, free Staters for g- budget rollbacks in the uh, the State House uh, unions are upset at uh, free staters and liberty activists for getting active and, and what's working? going to happen
3: if the state goes broke what's going to happen if they have to keep borrowing money and end up like illinois or, or california that's, that's the direction right.
1: that the state was going in but it's better than most but they still have some financial problems we can continue here with your call so let's talk to delani listening in indy to wxnt hello delani delani in indianapolis going once delani in indiana hello. hello there
14: how you doing
1: hey great what's on your mind tonight
14: uh, yeah, I was thinking about the stuff that was going on overseas. Um, I think I talked to you to you guys about it about a month ago when I said they didn't have God, and then we had a full uh, conversation. But probably forgot. But I don't want to go on the spiritual tip of it. I'm just looking at what what continues to happen, and it's been going on for months now. It seems like um, I know you said that you know we have the 24-hour cycle now, the news cycle, and whatnot and that. But can you explain to me what what seems to be the end game or what's going on over there, or is this sovereign country going through this uh, revolution or do we have a hand in, the, in black ops? You know what I mean? I mean, are we stoking this fire? Well, when you say to,
1: we, I think you mean like the CIA or the, the federal government. Yeah, Obviously, I'm yeah. not doing anything over there. It's hard to say. You probably aren't going to find out any, any truth on that matter until a little ways down the line can look back and, and people will tell the stories about what, what really went on. I can tell you that the U.S. federal government has no intention to uh, uninvolve itself from that area. In whatever manners it is involved, it has no intentions to do that because stoking the flames of war is very good for uh, what the U.S. federal government does war is the health of the state and they absolutely have an interest in continuing whatever it takes to continue strife and conflict
14: you know that makes sense because when you look at it and you look at tv and then you look at um the newspapers and the internet really the internet seems to be a better outlet about it because the internet seems to be popping off i mean every couple seconds it's like they're they're trying to intervene once many lives are taken i mean if you're really going to act Based on that, it should be after one life is taken. We got our own problems here. You have mafia, gangs, this, that, and third in America. This, I mean, it doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't make sense that we don't strengthen our own country from within. I see where you're coming from
1: there. I mean, if, if you're going to have the Monopoly agency stealing money from people, better to have them spend it not on killing people around the world and instead here on the problems that you mentioned. However, and I thank you for the call uh, tonight. However, I'd rather have them just simply leave us all alone so we can each decide how to spend our money and save it and give it away in the ways that we think are best because that works better than having a Monopoly do it for you. More coming up here. 800-259-9231. If you are on the lines, we will do our best to get you on. You can take control of the airwaves. It's, it's talk live you can bring up anything even in these remaining moments not going to give you the number the lines are loaded up we'll do our best to get to you if you are on the line if you didn't get a chance to get in tonight we do this thing every night. So every night. yeah. join us again tomorrow. Be plenty of room for you. All right. So uh, you can also join us at freetalklive.com, by the way, where you can go to get all the features free. Those other talk show hosts want to charge you for their sites. In fact, the main feature of the site allows you to create the content. You find something online that you'd like to share with us and the other listeners. You just submitted a show prep to the site and then others can vote on whether they like or dislike it. Uh, you get to vote on things as well. And the most voted up will make it to the front page and the top of the website over at freetalklive.com. So do head over there and get interactive. As we go right back into your phone calls, Jeff is listening to WVTS in Charleston, West Virginia. Hello, Jeff. Jeff in Charleston. Do we hey,
11: have guys, I'm Jay, but that's Jeff oh, will work. I'll go be whatever you call me.
1: Jay, <laughs> I apologize for the board up. I uh, got it wrong. Go ahead with your thoughts.
11: Well, guys, I was listening to that other caller that, that was real patriotic and, and going into everything about you know how we go overseas and protect America, No, but the way we're going to protect America is by doing it on our own soil. And by doing it in a way that keeps us out of other countries, we need Mm -hmm. to take care of our own. We need to quit importing everything. I mean, uh, everything now we're importing almost probably 30% of everything we use is from China now.
2: Oh, I'd say it's more than that. I'm
11: sure it probably is. It seems like
2: it is. I'd I'd have to look that statistic up. 30% just seems low.
11: No, it probably is. I'm just off the top of my head yeah. thinking. You know, when you go, well, it depends on how you figure by weight volume. It, it, it absolutely
2: is. It, is it is it the amount of plastic crap you buy from China, or is it the volume of plastic crap we get? You know, who knows?
11: <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, but for for sure, we're ne- we're not getting quality steel from China. That's for sure. But uh, what, what I'm trying to get at is our, our government is doing everything for their own benefit.
1: Right, for their own benefit, not yours.
11: Yeah, The sad reality is we've got two parties out there that have got a lot of money behind these two parties. We need to abolish the party system, period. If you want to run for office, you need to do it out of your own pocket, and you need to get up there. And if you get in front of a television camera and speak your mind, then that's what you ought to be elected off of, Mm -hmm. not not elected off the money that's behind you.
1: I don't think that's and a bad it, idea. I think that getting rid of political parties would be useful because then people would actually have to think a little bit. Yep. Uh, however, it still wouldn't solve the problem inherent with having a giant centralized uh, federal government. And I think, I think ideally we should just get rid of that entirely, don't you think?
11: I, I agree 100%. Yeah. yeah, we we need to let states govern themselves. And the only thing we need federal government for, the only thing, and there's only one only thing, is to protect us against any foreign Intrusion. Well, that's that's a nice fantasy.
1: That's a nice fantasy, but in reality, wouldn't you agree that the federal government actually creates the danger from foreign intrusion?
11: In a lot of cases, yeah, I totally agree with that. Thanks for the call, dude. I appreciate
1: I appreciate hearing from you. We got to talk to uh, some more folks here, like Scott, listening also in Charleston to WVTS. Hello, Scott in West Virginia. Hey, how you
15: doing tonight, fellas?
1: Scott, go ahead with your thoughts.
15: Hey, listen, man, I just had to say something on that one call that you had because. Uh, talking about World War II, because there's a lot of people out there that seems like they don't know their history. There was a lot of bad stuff that came out of World War II, and there was a lot of bad reasons for getting into it.
1: Absolutely.
15: But it made a lot of people, a lot of money, a lot of bad people, a lot of money.
1: Yes. Mm, as did. war typically does.
15: Yes. But, I mean, I'm talking about, and it still goes on to this very day. I mean, I know from, for a fact that some of the chemical companies that were involved in it and – uh uh, they, you know, they 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 thrived here. There were a few of them, however, uh, that that chose not to uh, involve themselves with that.
1: And were uh, they punished, by the way, for not to, in some way by? Of course,
15: they lost. Yes, they lost. Uh, they they lost out a, a great deal because, especially after uh, Operation Paperclip, Paperclip. Uh, there was so much. Yes, Operation Paperclip. So.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know
3: what that is. Not familiar. Yep, they brought they brought Nazis over.
15: That, yeah, that was our deal with the devil when we brought the Nazis over for their information. And and, and uh, it was everything, all the information, all the data that was gained from the death camps and, and uh, the uh, research that was involved, if you can call it research, was brought back into this country and used against its own people.
1: I
2: will Jeez. take a look into that.
1: So. Yeah, that sounds very interesting. Mm-hmm. Hey, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Let's talk to Kevin listening in Indy to WXNT. Kevin, you're on Free Talk Live with the Wayne and Mark.
12: Hello. Um, I wanted to quick touch on a couple of things real quick. Sure. The gentleman from New Hampshire that uh, thought that when people come into the state, it's going to lower value. It's kind of crazy. It's economics 101. If more people come in, the costs go up, the prices go up. So,
3: Or at least it can sta- he help stabilize prices. Pardon me? Or at least it can help stabilize prices in a declining
2: market.
12: Oh, okay, definitely. But it's going. To, no matter what, more people create more demand. Prices are going to go up. Yeah, yes, I think sir. you
2: would call it a buoying uh, buoying factor.
12: Absolutely.
2: What else did and you want this, to share?
12: Well, I wanted to kind of tie that in with revisionist history. Your other gentlemen talked about, um, you know, revisionist history. But we have a situation here in Indianapolis where people want to give credit to Bobby Kennedy because back when Martin Luther King was assassinated. Uh, it was credit to him because he gave a speech when he was running for president that because of his speech he calmed the people here in town. Well, we have a very uh, we have a good-sized black population that have been here since the 30s, and because we had the uh, Finance Center, Ford Motor Company, Western Electric, we had great job base, and we had quite a few blacks that had great jobs because we were kind of ahead of our time here, and they also owned their homes. So we had one of the ministers, Reverend Harrison, he said, you know, every time I hear this Bob Kennedy story about how he saved our community, I have to laugh. We own our homes. We're not going to burn them down. And that is just, the, you know, that's the revisionist history that you see throughout. And, and when, you, when you said, I'm going to question that, if it's on the Internet now, people think it's true.
3: Mm. What about the TV news? <laughs> the TV news is worse than the Internet.
12: Absolutely. I've been involved in two uh, industrial uh, tragedies where the, the building burned down. And both times, the news reported what the companies wanted to report, which Mm. is totally false. And people don't realize the danger they are in. And they reported what the companies wanted and not what the truth was, which came out much later.
1: Which we also see with the the news reporting what the government wants, too. The government puts out a press release. The news usually just simply parrots uh, word for word in many cases. Yeah, look at at the
3: the Fukushima disaster in, in Japan. Our government's only answer right now is to raise the allowable level of radiation in food and water.
12: Well, yeah, and you know that whole scenario was a perfect example why you have to have more fail-safe beyond what you normally have, and and I think you've even talked about on your show how the Japanese government's covered up for years, but it took the perfect storm for everything to go wrong for this to happen. But they should have been out in front of that. I mean, you have to have better ways of putting out radiation fires. Well, look at what happened
1: boat. with the, the 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 oil kind of leak thing with the BP situation last year. You had the government so-called inspectors coming around doing crank off a hunting knife and having sex uh, with the, the workers on the platform. I mean, there wasn't really any kind of uh, inspections of any significance yeah. going on. Oh, that and, they were... and
12: an incompetent, inexperienced person running the presidency who didn't act at all either. Well, that I mean, what, what the is a president supposed
1: for... to know about... Uh, about nuclear power and oil or whatever. I mean, these people are politicians. The idea that they would be anything but incompetent is is pretty unbelievable. The really, what should happen is the government shouldn't be involved in any of these inspections. The the marketplace should be providing the certification and the the compliance checks, and that way you can actually have competition in this field rather than some bureaucrats who have no uh, accountability whatsoever for what they're doing. Thanks, Kevin, for the call. Short on time here. Let's talk to Ed listening in Tennessee. Ed, you're on Free Talk Live.
9: Okay, I want to tell you all about Robert Watson, Republican from uh, Rhode Island House. Uh, He just shot down the debate on decriminalization of marijuana, saying it's not worthy of our time. Then this prick, can I say prick?
1: You just did. Go ahead.
9: This prick (laughs) goes out, gets in a traffic stop, he's been smoking weed, drinking alcohol, now he's denying it all.
1: So an anti-drug, was it senator or representative? What's his role? Uh, He was
9: minority leader of Rhode Island House.
1: Gotcha. So, some House member in Rhode Island talking out against uh, decriminalization gets busted with pot.
9: Yeah, not worthy of legislature's time, but this is a kicker. Uh, he gave a speech at the Greater Providence uh, Chamber of Commerce. And listen to this this just shows the hypocrisy. If you are a Guatemalan man, gay man who likes to gamble and smoke marijuana, he said, that's the business we should be doing, huh? What? And then he goes, here he is smoking weed.
3: So he was trying to equate Guatemalan men with with weed smokers?
9: Right. Gay men, gay Guatemalans. (laughs) I mean, just think of the hypocrisy It's incredible. And and hey, I got a little quote here that will sum it up. I'm off here. Go for it, The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the mind of the oppressed.
1: Thank you, sir. I appreciate hearing Mm -hmm. from you tonight. Luther is on the line in Vermont. Short on time. Luther, go ahead.
5: Hey, I'm actually in Albany. First, I want to say, Mark, you're a (laughs) troglodyte. What's that mean? (laughs) Um, And I have a question. The pizza that you guys got from Wear Police, did it really have bacon on it?
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. The pizza from the Wear Police, they were the Porky Pig Special Pizza.
5: Excellent. Thanks,
1: dude. Appreciate it. Yeah, I guess I didn't make that clear. The cops ordered pizza for the protesters, called it the Porky Pig Special, and yes, it had bacon on it. So clearly, a little self deprecation on their part. See you tomorrow night online at freetalklive.com in the meantime.
7: Are you ready to explore New Hampshire, meet more than a thousand freedom loving friends, and experience the free market in action? You can do all of these things and more. At the Free State Project's 2011 Porcupine Freedom Festival at Rogers Campground in beautiful Lancaster, New Hampshire, Porkfest has games, hikes, live music, dance parties, fun activities for kids, and even state-free weddings. And of course, Porkfest features the famous Agora Valley, where the free market thrives. You won't want to miss speakers like Stefan Molyneux and Janiel Niel Shulman, but the best part of Porkfest is being surrounded by more than a thousand like-minded, freedom-loving friends. The fun begins on June 20th, 2011, and doesn't stop until the 26th. Porkfest 2011 is the biggest liberty-oriented event in the world. This year, you can be a part of it. Don't miss out. Visit Porkfest.com today. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. Use coupon code Live, all one word, for 20% off.